So, you know, because we had night two of everything that just happened last night, a little bit earlier with the recording and everything. But, you know, by the time the people hear this, a lot of stuff has been happening because episode, oh, I almost fucked around and messed it up. July 8, 2020, at the Great American Bash, NXT is officially now Because you know, it's still real to us. Damn it. Corey back like always. What's goody? What's up? What's up? <clears throat> and then I wouldn't say new guest, but new to this platform. You know, we've only been on like, what, the one time when we talked um, NBA? Oh, yeah. Right at the beginning of the season. When I want to say you came out and came with the, the Fuego takes and called Steve Kerr a fraud. Yep, that was that was it. <laughs> he came in spitting, bro. The homie Beasley is back. What's goody? Oh, Beasley's home. Hey, literally home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm actually home right now. How about say so you been you been surviving uh, quarantine, man? Uh, I'm trying. There's a there's a reason I'm back into watching wrestling now because uh, there's nothing else to watch. Look, we literally tackling that first. Uh, first off, though, remember, guys, like always, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links in the description, everything below. Go check out that um, July Everybody Loves the Sunshine playlist for all your beachy vibes and everything. Be safe. Be six feet apart. Wear your mask. Don't wear your mask on the beach because, you know, that's you know, we ain't trying to die out there. But you know what I'm saying? When you're in close proximities. So Beasley had hit. Corey and I and was you know just showing us like wrestling stuff and I'm like oh okay and, and now you got back so like you said you just bored and just got back into the game uh yeah it started with the uh, I had a little bit too much to drink one night and I was watching the greatest <laughs> WWE entrance themes of all time which led me mm-hmm. to 2017 18 Royal Rumble when Rey Mysterio Ooh. returned and that was uh, 18 yeah gotcha well, Ray used to be my all-time favorite wrestler, you know, 100 years ago, back when I watched. <laughs> so the hype refilled me, and then I just went down this rabbit hole, and apparently Edge is back, even though he's injured yes. now. So it's just like a blast from the past. All my favorites are back. And Jeff Hardy, his old ass is still wrestling. Blows me Oh, man. I, I know Corey's going to say you're probably the same thing or whatever. You're probably in, like, a renaissance of, like, wait, the same people that I used to cheer for whenever I was a kid are still doing this. It's uh, it's a good feeling. You know, I feel like I came right back in, still trying to catch up on some of the storylines, but it's uh, it's good to be back. Hey, man, it's good to have you back. I always tell the people, you know, or if I haven't before, Corey got me back in this WrestleMania 34. Just went and hung out with yeah, a couple of y'all. We watched 34, and I was, like, invested from get-go. Wait, was, like, that Holy the, shit. was that Reigns Taker? No, that's uh, 33. That was... Oh, you're right. Uh, 
Uh, that was Reigns Lesnar. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. New Orleans. Oscar, Charlotte. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything else is kind of blurring, you know. Once you get past like four hours, you're like, okay, we yeah. going to five. Ooh boy. I mean, Oscar Charlotte probably the best match on that card anyway. Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't lie. You, you didn't. You you never lied, you know. <laughs> so coming off the last thing and everything, I'm gonna go off the every you know the list and. Shout out to homies because I didn't watch SmackDown. I'm trying to actually remember what in the hell I was even doing on Friday. I don't know. I'm blanking right now, but probably having more fun than we were. Cause, yeah. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> I mean, about, SmackDown. SmackDown's gonna miss. Like two things I liked on SmackDown on uh, Friday. As far as it, oh god, why do you not want to load now? What is happening? Okay, there we go. So uh, as far as what I got for SmackDown, I mean SmackDown is great because you know we got the goat Michael Cole. Oh yeah, I mean that's always consistently good at this point. Beasley, Michael Cole still being around? Uh, see, I don't even remember that name. Like, because of uh, back in the day, it was always Jr. King. Oh man, and that's the last commentators I remember. Except that weird era where JBL was like a commentator. That was oh. <laughs> that was a couple of years ago too. Oh no, I think that he's still like, around. Um, the, he's the kind of more in the run, back now. The first run with JBL was better because it was um, it was him and Cole when Cole still cared. So Cole picked up JBL slack. The second run with JBL was a lot worse. Mm mm mm. Um, I think it started off, we had uh, Michael Cole interviewing Matt Riddle. Yes. Which uh, was fine. It was fine. Matt Riddle, so it was fun, but it was like, eh. The, uh, the whole throwback story of how he almost lost his feet, that was a little strange. I got, I got lost <laughs> here in that. Yeah. yeah that, I was going to ask, what do you think about this gimmick? Uh, <laughs> kind of feels a little outdated. Like, I don't know anybody that just still uses the term bro the way he does and it, it's like every other sentence he finishes with bro yeah so it feels a little outdated but uh he seems like a pretty cool guy He's like, ever seen I, him. i'm pretty sure they have him do it because it's outdated like it's not supposed to be cool but yeah, we just yeah. like him anyway he's the original bro so i mean i guess i guess it flies for him yeah the original bro when he first came in you remember Corey could tell you he was the king of bros he was the king of bros yes and then, I like know, original bro better. I think original bro is a little bit less lame. <laughs> um, I remember I told I told you where I had a, I had a joke about Riddle because apparently Vince is very high on him. So I'm like, you know, every time we hear that, it's only but what maybe two more months before he just gets buried. That's usually I, how that goes. I don't know. Well, they did just put him in a feud with Baron Corbin, so. Yeah, well, that's that's true. I'm about to say that that means he automatically is gonna get like you know babyface uh, just love because no one likes Baron Corbin except you. you respect our king. Uh, yeah, put some fucking respect on the king's name. Apparently, Baron Corbin's not happy about being in this feud. I, I heard that, but explain that one. Did you hear about that? Like, what was the exact thing he said? Because I did hear about that the other day. I don't remember the exact words, but I think it was basically like. Uh, I guess he feels like he's being disrespected by being put in yet another feud to get someone over. And I'm like, I don't know if it's kayfabe, but if it's not, I think I'm on his side because he's kind of got a point. 
I hope it's kayfabe simply off the fact of like that means you're doing a good job as like you know I mean true shit can I say it he's been kind of the top heel for a minute now he's been the top heel on Smackdown since before Fox (laughs) deal since before he won King of the Ring yeah before the Fox deal yeah and that was last October yeah the first week of October yeah, because remember he got he went out there and got embarrassed by Bec- uh, Becky and The Rock. Yeah. See, he's been the top heel on SmackDown for a while, which isn't a problem in and of itself. No. I think the problem is they just keep giving him garbage feuds. And it like, just he was feels like... With Seth for what, like six months it felt like? Dude, all those random pay-per-views and everything that we, like, what was it, Stomping Grounds, Extreme yeah. Rules, like all, all those middle of the summer rules, pay-per-views. Was Extreme Rules the one with the mixed tag match with him and Lacey? Oh my god, I think it was. Stopping Grounds was the mm-hmm. one where um, Lacey was the special guest referee. I believe so, yes. Oh, that was probably the best part of that feud because it was just him and Seth. Yo, nah, that was top five disrespectful moments of last year when she came out there with Seth's name written on her ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever forget. Oh. I, I'm just, I, I'm cool with like you know all American hey, girl Becky, face Becky, version, but hers a heel was amazing. Yeah, but Becky won in the end. She's the one that's pregnant. Also, matter of fact, shout out to that too. Before I forget, um, we we like to you know us over here don't bite your tongue. We like to congratulate. Um, oh yeah, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan, and, and Ro? whichever Eric well, Rowe, the Viking Raiders. She's married to. Yeah, I think it's Roe. I'm pretty sure he, he was not Roe anymore. He's he's um. So he's just Rogue, but I forget which one he he's, is. He's now. Eric now because the other one's Ivar. Okay, yeah, I think I don't know. They 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 messed the names up or what is so. But you know, congrats to them and shout out. You know, blessings for a you know great and healthy pregnancy. Um, Matt Riddle didn't had a match against John Morrison. So I just want to throw this out here. The last I ever heard of John Morrison, he was still wrestling with. Who was the other guy? Joey Mercury. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Nitro. And so whenever he came out, I was like, first off, this dude is absolutely shredded now. I don't remember him ever looking like this. Oh, he wasn't that because yeah, because he didn't look like that back then. And two, he's still wearing the same damn pants. Like it's (laughs) yes. If you look up a wrestler, woman's wrestler named Talia Valkyrie, that's his wife. Interesting. She's also talented. Uh, I think she's still an impact. Uh, She. No, she's not an Impact Champion. That's uh, no, Jordan. Uh, Jordan Grace is, but she's about to lose it to uh, Deanna Perrazzo, I guess. Oh yeah, Perrazzo, um, next Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah slam, wow, slam it is next Saturday. Should I pull up a Slam Anniversary card, or do we care? I don't even. That's the only match I even know. Of. Well, well, I don't know what they're doing for the World Title match since Tesla got fired. I'm gonna look that up or whatever. We'll we'll discuss it real quick, like later on. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, because like you said, he he came back maybe how many months ago was it, Corey? Right after he was, TLC. He was at the Rumble, remember? Yes, he was at the Rumble because he so, got he was one of the people to get squashed by Lesnar. Yeah, so four, uh, five months, I guess. Because he came back like, I guess uh, maybe two weeks before the Rumble, or something like that. Yeah, he popped up backstage with Miss. Yeah, popped up backstage yeah, yeah. with Miss. So about five, five and a half months, maybe. So of course I, I like I mean even not watching this I knew Riddle was gonna win. Yeah, like, it was a good match any... though. I will oh. say that it was a for it was a really good opening match. 
Riddle's a natural. I mean, Morrison doesn't have bad matches. Not anymore, anyway. Oh God, was he was he a bot? Well, not a botch master. Was he a what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, he just he was okay before he went to um, well before he left the first time. But you know, he always had tag team matches, and he's always probably been a better wrestler than Mercury. And when he was in a team with the Miz, the Miz was still terrible at wrestling. So that that was Fohawk Miz, right? Yeah. Yikes. That was pre WWE champion Miz. And that miss still wasn't very good. Oh, you mean like, you know, the championship that he ended up winning, but that still wasn't, you know, it, it made his dad as proud as he was being <laughs> tag, was team tag team champion, champion. With, with Shane McMahon. <laughs> Never forget. Classic. Again, on top of that, the Miz is an eight-time intercontinental eight champion. One, one shy of tying Chris Jericho for most all-time. But it's that tag team title run with Shane McMahon that really did it for his dad. <laughs> um, speaking of Intercontinental Championships, next we had um IC title match between AJ Styles and Drew Gulak. So I was I didn't know this was a thing. Okay. Oh yeah, that was I think that was just super random because well I guess because Gulak's friends with Daniel Bryan and I guess AJ had a match with him the week before well because of the tournament I guess. Question is um Daniel on TV right now. No, I don't think he was. Okay, so he's already on. Is he? So he must already be on uh, paternal leave. I guess he was uh, brought in via uh, Zoom. Oh, that was pretty interesting. That's right. He did the (laughs) he did the Zoom whatever. Yeah, that's hilarious. So that's why. Oh, go ahead. uh, In the Zoom meeting, they were like, "So, uh, why do you want to train under Gulak over here while he's getting his ass beat by AJ Styles? And he's like, oh, he's really good in the ring. I like the way yeah, he's like, was, he, there's no bad parts to his game. Yeah, that was weird to me. I'm like, why are we doing this while Drew Gulak's getting beaten up by AJ Styles? It does not make sense. I mean, if he wanted to beat, which he's a face now, so he can't. But, I mean, you know, faces still get their shit off or whatever. He should look at him and be like, well, you know, because unlike the other guy in the ring, you know, we actually knows that the world isn't flat. Oh, God, I forgot AJ's a flat earther. Yeah, I was listening to the New Day podcast (laughs) this morning. Uh, I'm still behind. It was an older episode. But they actually brought that up because they were talking about, like, uh, messing around with uh, the other guys in the locker room. And they were like, you can just always bring up AJ Styles as flat earther. And I'm like, oh, my God, he is a flat earther. Jesus. Beasley, you sound like you were about to say something about that. Yeah. What has happened to AJ Styles? I remember him having, you know, short hair, beating up Sting on TNA, and now he could be on a L'Oreal commercial. I don't understand <laughs> um, what has happened. That happened, like, well, right before I got back in, right, Corey? When he grew the hair what? up? AJ Styles? No, he's had long hair since before he left TNA. It wasn't oh, this okay. long, but he grew it out uh, when he— in Japan, right? Yeah, because when, when he left TNA the first time and then came back when they had him do that storyline where they— girl was pregnant or whatever claire lynch never forget yeah that's it yeah he had his hair long then god that was trash how is impact still alive i don't understand um new management i'm assuming like dixie carter ran them into the ground for years i want you to also think about that not only was claire lynch a thing but him thinking but but a secret romance of him cheating on his wife with dixie carter was a thing yeah i remember that too 
unfortunately. Was Russo still booking? Like, what was going on? Like, I, I, I don't know. TNA was a shit show. Oh, man. <laughs> no wonder they're only on Twitch now. Yeah, because we don't even know that other channel. What's it called? Because they're not on Pursuit anymore, right? <laughs> no. Okay. We're on no, Access now. Access! There we go. But nobody gets that either. Somebody is, I know. That's also true. I used to get it at my old apartment because that's how I watch New Japan, but I don't get it here. I actually have Twitch TV now, so I need to look and see how I can find um, Impact. I said that on Mike. Will I, will I actually do it in real life? Who knows? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the greatest, not only tag team, but champions and best wrestlers of all time, Sasha Banks and Bayley, were interrupted by those peasants, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Like, how dare they? That, uh, I did enjoy that, though. Nikki Cross was having fun. As usual, um, she, uh, she is out of her mind. Oh, Nikki, <laughs> yeah, like she's oh, you haven't even seen fun no to watch run around. Yeah, was, yeah, you should have you should have been around like a year year and a half ago. In NXT, she had like a, a I'm I'm not trying to offend anyone with this. I'll say it. She had a like psycho gimmick where she would literally just jump up and down like and only say her name or Nikki she wants to, to play. She used to chew on the ring rope in tag team matches. Well, that's just not sanitary. <laughs> I see why they cut that gimmick. Yeah, I don't think you get away with that right now. So at least now she's speaking proper English. That's true. Uh, um, question. So are we getting Cross and Bailey? Yes. At the pay-per-view? Yes. Which is going to be one of the many times I say it, guys, because, you know, it's officially now been changed. It's not Extreme Rules, the horror show, but the horror show at Extreme Rules. That's better. What about these new little like name gimmicks or whatever? We got the the best wrestling match ever at um um Backlash. So does that mean the horror show is gonna be that swamp match? Oh, it's gotta be. Well, nigga, we getting the eye to eye match, uh, eye for an eye match. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that in a second. I still don't know what that means. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> oh. I guess that interruption led into an Alexa Bliss versus Bailey match. Yeah, so I, yeah. How was this? I mean, it was a good match. I mean, it's Bailey and Alexa Bliss, of course, it was a good match. Yeah, true. But I wouldn't say it was anything special, though. It's normal SmackDown stuff. I mean, Bailey yeah. won, of course. Uh, yeah. I say I don't even remember most of this match, probably because all these shows they like run together because Bailey and Sasha Banks pop up just whenever they want. Yeah. Uh, so it's all kind of running together. The women's tag champs can be on any show. We were joking last week. Charlotte but, Flair. Yeah, yeah the, the Omni Flair, bro. <laughs> 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 they go fuck around. She gonna fuck around and become, um, she gonna jump on 205 or whatever, even though they don't have a belt anymore. Um, Beasley, do you know what 205 Live is? Uh, no, but I bought the, uh, 2K20 WWE on sale for three dollars the other day, and I kept seeing their theme. <laughs> it's even cheaper you, now. <laughs> you paid money for that game? Yeah, and I wish I could refund it. It's <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, I might buy it. <laughs> I wouldn't take it if they paid me to have it. My homie told me he bought it last week too, because he was like, "Yo, Moot, you played the 2K games?" I was like, "I have an old one." He was like, "Bro, the new one is like cheaper than ten dollars right now." 
He's like, you might as well. <laughs> I just don't understand how it. the old SmackDown versus Rawls have better graphics than the newest game. That blows my mind. Yeah, this that's insane. I mean, they haven't been good since like 2K 15 or 16, but this one is just pathetic. Mm. But that that one that comes out in September actually looks kind of fun. I might have to get that one. Is that the one that looks cartoony, like on some street uh, volume two type? Yeah, some some Def Jam fight for New York shit. Hey, that shit's a classic. They can make that game now, and it'd still be hit. Thanks. Um, Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That was fun, of course. Very true. Um, I have a question, though, because you guys watched this. I'm sure it was a good match. I mean, King of Strong style, Kofi. Is it me or, like, the the, the champions slash faces are just losing a lot? Is uh, it just a swerve or, like, what's going on? I don't know because they kind of are losing a lot. But, I mean, I know they have a title match tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Uh, why is that tomorrow and not at the pay-per-view? I don't I don't it's SmackDown. Okay, I, okay. I kinda <laughs> think I kinda think Shinsuke and um and Zoro are gonna win. Cause it doesn't make sense for them to lose. Cause A, the New Day they could lose it on fucking matter. They're on like what rain? Eight? Eight? I think this is eight, yeah. And Shinsuke and Cesaro, if they lose, and what was the point of any of this? I'm about to actually Google because I have a, a question for Beasley, which I am not trying to. I promise, bro, I'm not trying to quiz you this entire show. But <laughs> That's um, all good. you know, you know, you think about Shinsuke. Uh, you based off YouTube comments that the WWE has ruined his character, but he has a badass intro song. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. And that's his heel version. Like his face one was cool as fuck too. Oh, well, the face one you could sing along with. Seems like a pretty cool guy. He, uh, I mean, he's I, probably I like one of the most, well, he's definitely one of the most talented wrestlers on the roster, even if they don't use him as such. Based on what little bit I've seen, seen, he seems like a, and this is not to be, you know, like a slight at him, but he kind of seems like a Walmart brand, Shawn Michaels, like just the way, what is it? Strong style. Yeah, fights. It's just nothing but kicks to the head. I'm like, that, that, I can get behind this. I, I mean, his his character in Japan at one point was definitely based a lot on Michael Jackson. I, you know, I could I could see that just based on yeah. what he is now. Yeah, back when he used to just wear pants, now he just wears the bodysuit. But he is but, uh, 40 years old. All in all, seems like a good character in the WWE universe. But the Cesaro guy, I don't. I don't get his deal. The Swiss <laughs> Swiss Superman or whatever they call him. Yeah. I don't I mean if you'd been watching for a while it would make more sense, but I don't understand why they still call him that when they, you know, don't let him win anything ever. Um well, he's actually won recently, I think, right? Cuz remember he was on a he was on a losing streak. Like it was bad for a while. It, yeah. I mean, he's been Intercontinental Champ once, I think. I'm not even sure about that. Um, your thoughts on Kofi still being around? I'm sure you remember Kofi from last, you know, before you stopped watching. I don't. I don't remember this guy at all. Oh, you remember Kofi? Mm-mm. But he's he's pretty cool. I'm a big fan of him and Big E. Oh, yeah, they, they're e. incredible. Just whenever he rolls down the ramp, that shit gets <laughs> me every time. <laughs> I'm about to say, cool, I, uh, Xavier Woods comes back. So then the 
Because then all the three tr- of them, they're the better turkey. together. This Francesca too, sir. Oh, tease me. <laughs> and Big E was, uh, what, what position he play at Iowa? Do you know? I'd imagine defensive tackle if I had to guess. You could say any position and I would believe it. That dude is huge. <laughs> uh, He's like 310 pounds right now. That's solid insane. muscle. That is insane. But I He's also one of those people. He's one of those people who, like, nobody has anything bad to say about. Yeah. Never heard any bad Big E slander, even though I want him to turn heel at one point, but that was my mistake. I want all three of them to turn heel again because that was incredible. Well, if all three of them do Oh, Corey, talk about whenever the New Day were heels. Do what? I'll talk about when the New Day were heels. Oh, uh, you mean the greatest gimmick ever? When they. It was just amazing because, you know, they started out as like preachers, which was fucking trash. So they turned them heel and they just turned all the power of positivity shit into like taunting people. And then the crowd started chanting New Day sucks because it's supposed to be New Day rocks. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when The Rock started off as a face and everyone hated it, so they turned him heel, <laughs> and then instantly superstar. See, was well, this when they came out of the giant cereal box dressed as Vegeta? Was that <laughs> that yes. point, or was that something different? Okay, uh, they were faces when they did that. Gotcha. That was um, I want to say that was like 2018. Anything outside of this last like two or three weeks, I'm just basing solely off YouTube clips. So, still a little in the dark. I'm trying to think, too, because I had something and I lost it just that quick. Oh, I, I have something later about someone who shouldn't be a heel, but if he does, I already have the gimmick, like, drawn up in my head. Um, last thing I guess I got written down or whatever for these notes on SmackDown. Y'all tell me how this went, because the last time it was so, quote unquote, controversial that it got taken away from the West Coast feed of SmackDown. Um, Sheamus is toast to Jeff Hardy. So what in the hell happened here? I don't remember. It says Jeff broke a champagne glass over the Irishman's personal bartender, Grievous. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's basically right. what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was on my phone or something because I definitely wasn't paying attention until that happened. Uh, Seamus was on a real fun Zoom call and he was doing his whole spiel about your inner demons and all this. And uh, <laughs> he, he raises his glass to toast, and the, I'm pretty sure the butler goes to hand Jeff one. And then he just hits him with a champagne bottle and hits him with a swanton bomb. So that was that was pretty interesting. And then show's over. Was this better than the pit than the piss test and throwing the piss on Seamus? I don't know if anything could top that. That was probably the funniest thing I'd seen. Yeah, that was that was pretty solid. Is is Seamus still calling him Junkie Jeff? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I was kind of fading out at this point. But it was Jeff Hardy, so I had a I had to stick around and watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad at anything. Um, I'm pretty sure they probably already have a match at the horror show at Extreme Rules. But, you know. So Jeff has to get his win back. And we're pretty sure they're not going to do Hell in a Cell this year. I don't think they are. I doubt it. I mean, go do it. On, I told you, go ahead and do it on the top of the Titan Towers again. <laughs> that shit, working for money in the bank. Uh, that's all I got for SmackDown. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys are good on SmackDown. Any, or is there any final thoughts? Uh, I just hope tomorrow's episode's better than that one was. It wasn't the worst episode of SmackDown I can remember. It's, so, it's, I mean, that's yeah, a positive. I've definitely seen worse. 
Oh, there was a period of time it was quarantine, and we just still weren't watching SmackDown because we're like, no, it's not good. Yeah, which, which is sad because like when it was on Tuesdays, it was the show. Like Raw was boring. Yeah, Raw was the same. Like it was the same matches every week, just a different. I mean, Raw was just AJ Styles beating up Ricochet for like a month straight. Oh my gosh! And before that, it was <laughs> Cedric Alexander. Oh God, yeah. So, so when AJ beats you, you like team up, become a tag team. <laughs> No, you get shunted off back to 205 Live for a bit. Then MVP tries to recruit you. Uh, shout out MVP, man. I'm, I'm here for all of this. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still around. Gotta be completely it, honest. He just came back. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing prior. Do you know, bro? Um, I mean, I think he was an impact for a bit. And then other than that, I have no idea. I thought he, he came back. It was the Rumble, right? I think so. I'm pretty yes. sure he came back. He came back at the yeah. Rumble. He was it in there was. at some point. I mean, we got everybody at the Rumble. Good lord, Santina came back. Never forget. <laughs> um. So raw. I when I say I caught a couple of, I caught I caught a little bit of it, but a lot of times I was at one point I just fell asleep. So that's my be. Um, I fell asleep at one point too, but it was only for like a little bit. I think. Guess I'll start this one off with. Um, Corey's guy, Heath Slater, was back. Yes, he was. Um, have you have you heard the reports that he's actually looking at and possibly going to be on Impact soon? I have not heard that, but I mean, I'd be cool with it. I'll go ahead and say it now. We talked about last the week about um, yeah, he does <laughs> Gallows <laughs> and Anderson who are teasing being on Impact and New Japan. Apparently, they're about to start. I don't think it's a podcast, but they're starting a show. And the first guest is Heath Slater. And apparently, the show is going to like have some intertwining with Impact. I'm not sure. Because, like, I don't hmm. know. Like, Anderson was wearing an Impact Wrestling shirt on um, Twitter. Interesting. So, who, who knows what's about to happen? But he came back and joined his 3MB um, member. Drew uh, McIntyre, and they had a non-title match? What the hell? If you want to call it a match. <laughs> oh, was that a squash? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, well, uh, Slater got, I don't know, three, four punches in, and then, bam, Claymore took his whole damn head <laughs> off. <laughs> so, okay, so, so so the Drew match that I, I love to see, just, okay, you think you got it? Boom, right in the face. You're yep. done. It was maybe 15 seconds long. It was great. Damn. Um, I guess last question I got on this uh, he's hadn't been gone that long at all, correct? Uh, like, no. How did he get Jack that quick? I mean, he wasn't small, but I was like, okay, he's like yeah, he was. Yeah, he's way bigger. Uh, was he just lifting I the remember. kids around the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> like, he has kids, so like, what was going on here? Hey, shout out to him, I guess. You know, we'll we'll see where he's at in the next couple weeks. Um. Okay, so this is very interesting to me, and I had no clue that this was a thing. Kyrie Sane is actually back. He had a match against Sasha. A very good match against Sasha. Oh, now that part I'm not shocked about because you know we were hearing all the rumors she was actually hurt because of um um Botch Jacks. I mean, excuse me, Nia Jacks. My fault. Oh fuck! From that match from um. What was it like a couple of months ago on Raw? On Raw, yeah. Like apparently when she tried to throw her into the uh oh, the, those, those heavy ass steel open, steps. Right? Yes. Yeah. Those yeah, heavy ass steel steps. 
<laughs> apparently like like um Kyrie wasn't ready and Nia didn't get that and she still threw her in there. <laughs> which I'm oh, not gonna laugh. And then they were saying, like, yo, she's done. Fuck this. She's gonna go back to Japan to be with her husband. Apparently, WWE this week. She's married? Yes. Remember she got married over um the break. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she um, was it to a wrestler. I don't remember. I don't. We don't know if he's a wrestler or not. I just we just know oh, he's still that, a fan. That's right because we don't know who he is. And I don't think he could come over here because you know Corona. Yeah. But the rumors were she was done with WWE. That was like on like Sunday. By Tuesday, they're like, okay, so she's not done, which clearly she's back. And WWE is going to give her a shitload of money because they want her to be an ambassador for the potential NXT Japan. That's not surprising. So they're playing it genius. I mean, because <laughs> they've been talking for a few months now that her and EO both wanted to leave because EO wanted to be with uh, Evil. She is with Evil. You have told me that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Speaking I of Evil, her. he's in the finals of the New Japan Cup against uh, Okada. That sounds incredible. Which I'm trying to find how to watch it because I can't, but well, I don't know. Anyway. Dude, we'll talk about that one. All fair. Hell yeah. So, um, Kyrie Sane actually won this match via DQ. Was it via DQ? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure. In this oh, because Bailey, because Bailey got involved. That's right. Yeah, because Bailey just keeps throwing Sasha into any match. Just keeps talking her into everything. <laughs> oh, uh, that happened. I don't see that backfiring. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, they, so keep, they both keep doing it to each other though, because Sasha keeps accepting uh, tag team challenges. That's hilarious. I wonder if they're still going to pull the trigger at Survivor Series or not. Excuse me, not Survivor Series, SummerSlam. They might They might want to wait a while. Now. I think they should wait a while, honestly. I mean, they're too hot right now. Yeah, I think uh, I think Survivor Series might be the better call. Because Bailey and Sasha together at this point are just, A, the best thing on SmackDown probably. That's very true. I'm glad you said it because I was going to say it later on. You want to know how you know that they're just over on everything? When Charlotte, go, when Charlotte goes on every show, not us because oh, we are a Charlotte-friendly yeah. podca- uh, podcast, but everybody complains. We're not hearing any of that with um, Sasha and Bailey. Nope. Plus, that the Sasha's match with EO was fucking insane uh, last week. I still got to go back and watch it, but somebody said probably the best women's match they've seen in a while. Well, it's probably the best one this year, easily. That makes sense. No, it's definitely the best one this year. Also, too. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it? What was it? I just had well, that. Well, Charlotte Rhea was good, though. Very true. Um, it's been confirmed now that SummerSlam is going to be at the Performance Center. That's already been a thing. That's not surprising. It's not surprising. I knew it wasn't going to be in Boston anymore. But somebody said, dude, why don't they just find like a random beach and just go out there and have it, you know, straight bash at the beach <laughs> 95 times? Yeah, dude, that's what WCW used to do. They would like bash at the beach 95 was literally on a beach. I'm in. Like, motherfuckers getting suplexed into the ocean. <laughs> oh, God. Probably be oh. harder to keep people away, though, if they did it outside. True. Yeah, that's oh, true. Man. They should, I they should have a bunch of sand brought into the performance center because Bash of the Beach 96, WCW just made a beach set. We need to get um, Cesaro to like tear up a beach ball like he did last time. <laughs> so, 
actually on a, another episode of the New Day podcast, they had Cesaro <laughs> on, and he actually talked about that. And it was kind of cool because I remember I watched that live, but you know the camera didn't show it obviously. Right. I just I saw it on Twitter. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And he's like, on the podcast, he's like, "Yeah, I was just tired of them. You know, we're out here trying to wrestle and put on a, as good a match as we can. And these assholes are hitting around a beach ball." So I just looked at Sheamus and I said, watch this. And he just went in the crowd and <laughs> ripped the beach ball in half. Hey, bro. That's and it was amazing. You, you at work trying to do your job and please people and they're out here being disrespectful. How dare they? Um, The Kevin Owens show. Kevin Owens is back. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. Yeah, I think he might still be hurt, though. Oh, is he hurt? I thought he was just like didn't want to well, or not didn't want his, to. He broke but. his ankle at WrestleMania in the against Seth Rollins. Remember? Get out of here! He's been he, he was just wrestling like Angel Garza the last couple of weeks. I mean, he what? wrestled Monday, sort of, sort of wrestled Monday. Oh, he had a, he was in a tag match. Okay, he's definitely limping around on Monday. We had the the Kevin Owens show with you know, of course, Kevin Owens and. The Monday Night Messiah. So, um, okay, I know. Which I, I fuck it. I, I'm gonna get Corey. I'm gonna get you right after this and everything because I want you to preach to the people about you know the sermons of the Messiah. But Beasley, your thoughts on the Monday Night Messiah? I gotta hear this. Uh, you know, I'd always seen highlights of uh, Seth Rollins back when he had the cool theme to burn it down, whatever. Uh, and I this showed up a couple weeks ago. This version appeared a couple weeks ago, and it blew my mind. Like, it's cool. He's feuding with the 80-year-old Rey Mysterio and yes. 10-foot-tall Dominic. But uh, <laughs> it, his, his gimmick of the sacrifice thing, it just seems like a weird version of the thing Edge used to do with the, the chair, the concerto or whatever. It just seems like a different spin on that, and it, it it's very strange. Like, why are you trying to take people's eyes out, dude? That's fucked. <laughs> He's lost his way. Here's to show them the light, if you will. Yeah, you have to be sacrificed sometimes, you know, for the greater the greater good. It, it's, it's a strange one. I'm here for it, but it's still kind of strange. Hey, man, I'm, I'm telling you. Shout out to Corey. He hit me with a text the other day that literally made me bust out laughing for, like, a good couple of minutes. Which one? The 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 Monday night Messiah sermons are better than most sermons you've been to in life. Oh, <laughs> I'm just I've never heard a church sermon that uh, had me as enthralled as the Monday night Messiah. Um, Ko had a which Ko had one of those dope ass shirts or whatever that we've been <laughs> seeing on the um on WWEshop.com of you know greatest matches and everything, but instead. <laughs> Instead of, you know, WrestleMania 36, KO versus Seth Rollins, it was KO versus KO. <laughs> that was funny. I did see that. Oh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was funny. Yeah. I like the old school style of the shirt, too. That was cool. Facts. It, it really gives you what 80s, 90, like early 90s type vibe. Yeah. That led us right into Ray and Dominic, you know, and then, of course, everything they got going on. And we have. An eye for an eye match at the horror show at Extreme Rules. If that isn't a fucking mouthful. <laughs> um, any thoughts on the eye for an eye match? I know, you know, you said you don't know what the hell it is. 
Yeah, I I mean, I'm here for it because it's the Monday Night Messiah and Rey Mysterio, but I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, Beasley, any thoughts before I say what was said online by someone? Uh, The whole thing that Ray said where he's going to pull Seth's eye out with his own bare hands. That's a little strange. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't think you can show that on TV. I don't care what kind of pay-per-view you put it behind. <laughs> Why not, but bro? That's, that's some Bill Volume 2 shit. Have you, have you guys seen that movie? No. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Spoiler alert for like a, what, a 15-something-year-old movie. <laughs> Everyone has probably seen the first Kill Bill, but on the second one, which, I mean, it's not as action-packed, but you had to end the story. At one part, at one point or whatever, old girl had like a technique she learned from her her sensei, where she literally like pulled a chick's eye out, oh. and then just left her like in an apartment with like a snake, a black mama to be exact. So maybe you know Ray has the same technique, <laughs> but apparently, um. Jericho said that um, this is this is copyright infringement because they stole that from him. You remember that was the whole storyline a couple what, of, a couple of is months that ago. What Jericho was bitching about. It was one day. of the things he was bitching about because shout out Sasha Banks who said, you know, oh ratings war. I go over to NXT or whatever. Where's your ratings war at now? Go the fuck off, Two Belt Banks. I'm yeah, also, hey, why is Chris Jericho even responding to that? I don't know. Like, you are Chris fucking Jericho. Shut the fuck up. Like, it doesn't exactly make you look good that you you have to respond to WWE. Like, if you can't pull in more viewers, maybe you just shouldn't mention it. Yeah, he said they stole that or whatever because over on AEW, that was the whole storyline with, like, you know, they, like, fucked Moxley's eye up and he was wearing the eye patch for the longest. Yeah, because I'm sure no one um, one in wrestling has ever done an eye patch storyline ever before. It's been, I'm about to say, come on, it's been done for years. Right, get the fuck out of here. What was the storyline like way, way back in the day? I think we even saw on like one of the dark side of the rings where a dude had passed away. But like in one of the storylines, <laughs> he had gotten blinded and was literally walking around fake blind for like months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that the, um, was that the Canadian guy? Was that I that cannot one? remember, but it sounds incredible, man. Like he was literally walking around with eye patches over his eyes and having his yeah. manager like carry him around. Like N- Nidia did it better. Remember Jamie Noble and Nidia went to to Jerry hit Nidia with the or oh, Jamie Noble mm-hmm. pushed. Yeah, Jamie Noble pushed uh, Nidia into the green mist, and she was blind <laughs> for like <Yeah. laughs> a hot minute. Like uh, people borrow things, Chris. It's called fucking wrestling. That's how it works. Man, it's been around for how many years? Something's going to get brought back. Yeah. Like that, there's no that, way to avoid it. This I point. mean, Ric Flair's not the original nature boy, but no one shit. Yeah, on nothing's him for a that. new idea. You just make right? it better. Nobody's like, you oh, make Buddy it Rogers is the real nature boy. Get the Facts. fuck out of here. <laughs> say what you say. Say what you want to say, whatever. I don't care. Nidia and Jamie Noble was doing shit that was plain. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, big facts. So, yeah, an eye for an eye match, man. I guess we'll see what the hell's going to happen. That led right into Rey Mysterio and KO versus the Monday Night Messiah and Murphy. Which, um, how did this go? Also, I, I guess Dominic at ringside? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. It was, 
He got the job done. I've uh, I've learned anytime like during this feud with Ray and Seth, it basically means Alistair Black's coming out. Like there's there's no way he's <laughs> yeah. not running down to the ring at some yeah, point. Yeah, pretty much. Which I'm cool with. I I think that Alistair Black's pretty cool. I have don't I don't think I've ever seen him wrestle in a real match yet. It's always just something to do with steel chairs and Rey Mysterio. Oh, he's so good. You definitely yeah, gotta try to match. find an old match of his if you get the chance. Top five finisher in the game right now. What all uh, the black mass? Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, I Got still love those. The black them. mass and the claymore are like really similar. Yet I don't know. I don't care. Like they're just both that awesome. Also, shout out those random matches that he had with Akira Tozawa, like. When he first got on Raw, where Akira Tozawa oh, was just yeah. he was selling them kicks like he literally just like got <laughs> Bruh, into a was, new universe. <laughs> yeah, was, Akira Tozawa made you think that he got fucking torn inside out and then put back together again. Oh man, Ugh, gracious, gracious. Um, MVP and Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, aka you know one step away from being on main event. Which is really sad because they're both extremely talented. Facts. So did MVP try and recruit Cedric Alexander this week? Um. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, because he kept saying that he was like Ricochet's sidekick or whatever, and uh, you know, Ricochet was having none of that. Of course. It, so pretty... it seemed like it might have been getting through to him though, like a little bit. But I'm not. I guess we'll find out. I'm telling you, bro. Monday. Bre- 2020 Nation of Domination. They might as well. I mean, I say go for it. Like, like Cedric Alexander can just go out there, but instead of smiling, he just frowns now. So I'm assuming this was probably a squash. Is that fair? Um, well, it's bad. I don't remember. Uh, not really, because <laughs> I mean, everything Bobby Lashley is cool right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It wasn't like a straight up squash. Well, he's better. He's better with a manager. I'll say that. Oh yeah. I say, bro, trust. You didn't see a couple couple months ago without him without a manager. Yeah. Like him with and without a manager is two different lashes. It's insane. Plus, they still haven't really used him right because he's a good wrestler. They just don't really let him show it off. He's kind of a lackey right now. Kinda. He's he's just there to throw people around. I think that's that's his job. I'm pretty sure somebody probably got Bob locked. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. But it was after the yeah, match. It was, already yeah, it, was, it was after the match ended. Oh. <laughs> Which one of them, or did he get both of them? I don't mm, even I remember. Cedric. Oh, it was Cedric. Yeah, it was yeah. Cedric. And hmm. Ricochet came in and saved him? I actually don't yeah, remember. Yeah, Ricochet how. hit him with a drop kick. Now I remember now. What have they... Maybe this is just me looking through nostalgia glasses. What have they done to Bobby Lashley? Has he been healed, like, his entire career? No. Okay, because I used to remember him being like babyface Bob, and he would just come yeah. in and spear somebody in half and then leave. Yeah, but he now he's face. he's crazy. I guess most of his first run he was a face. Yeah, he was a face when he first came back because mm-hmm. he was feuding with Sami Zayn. We <laughs> shall not speak of that. That was bad, but the mat, but the squashes uh, were good. And then he turned heel. I don't remember why he did either. Uh, yeah, because he won the Intercontinental title, but I, I don't remember if that's why he turned heel or not. I can't remember if he was already heel when that happened, because that was that yeah. triple threat with him, Ambrose, and um, Rollins. Oh, yeah, like wow. DLC. 
Yeah. That was that long ago. Dean yes, was sir. still there. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is that because this year has felt so long? Or because Pretty WWE much. has been so inconsistent that it feels like the good things were forever ago? Both. Um, but Beasley to answer your question I'm pretty sure Corey can like probably back me up a lot more with this Um, he left well he left went to TNA was absolutely incredible from what I've heard like had all the belts at one point I think right Uh, yes and then you know TNA is kind of hard to keep people in WWE is going to be like hey so everything they're paying we'll double it (laughs) so he came back he had that feud with, you know, Sami Zayn, which we don't speak about. And then he wasn't really, he was kind of feuding with Reigns, but he really just wanted the title. Yeah. And he beat Reigns clean. And we were like, and then, yeah, they yes. still didn't put him in the we're, title match. Yeah, we go. He was supposed to have a title match with Brock, which everybody wanted. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to see that match? How'd they undo and, that? I don't, I don't know. Um, Reigns came back and beat him like a couple, like a week or two later. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, and it rains because the original, the first match was a number one contenders match. Yes, 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 sir. Like they explicitly oh, the said, oh, they, oh, that's right. We, was, we were shocked in here. We were in yeah. here shocked. And then, like the, the then on Raw when they undid it, I was just like, "What the fuck? Yeah, why?" Was, and I like Roman Reigns, but why? And then from there, he kind of just went on to like he. Oh, he had a he had a cool last few with um. With Braun Strowman, where they had like a, <laughs> they had an arm wrestling competition, a tug of war, <laughs> hey, um, oh, yeah. a, a, tr- a truck flipping competition, I think. <laughs> it was a bunch of just, oh, I'm stronger than you. And then they had a yeah. cool last, ma- last man standing match where they the were just fighting. Amazing. Oh, yeah, they were just, just two giant dudes fighting everywhere. It was, it was like everything you can imagine, it was that plus more. And then he kind of just had, you know, his joint with Rusev where he stole his wife. And it was bad, but it was so bad it was good. It was good <laughs> at first, and then it very quickly got out of hand. It, it did. It really did. The matches were kind of – I mean, Rusev didn't win once. Wow, I don't damn, think he, he sure didn't. He, he did not, bro. It was it was bad. And, I mean, shit, then Rusev left and – before MVP came, thank the Lord, Bobby Lashley was literally backstage flipping tires. <laughs> like he flipped a tire, and it was like, "Oh, what's he gonna do next?" And we went back backstage, and he flipped a bigger tire. <laughs> so 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 bad. <laughs> so everything that you're seeing now, MVP came back and was like, you know, you're a monster. You know, you could you could be the champion. Like, how would that belt look around your waist? And he. Asked Actually, they had a cool ass. I mean, I think you saw this. They had a good ass match at Backlash. Just Lama, Lana had to interfere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. He had to interfere. And I had something, but I literally just forgot it. I can't I, I can't remember if it was Bob or not. Like, no, 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 no. I was going to say this earlier, and I'm mad I forgot. So, like, um, Beasley, we, we, have a, we have a little segment that we do in here every now and again. And it's hilarious because, you know, uh, so, like, M will be watching whatever, like, wrestling with me or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And every now and again, I'll explain some shit to her. So I showed her back in the day when Dominic was a child and <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, who is not with us anymore, and I explained all that, had a him, – him and Ray had a – fucking custody <laughs> match? Yes! Oh, my, my God. Custody, my ladder match. <laughs> that was the wildest thing I've ever seen. She was like, like, what the fuck? 
She's like, why do you watch this stuff? And I'm like, because it's entertaining. <laughs> I was like, you, you can't imagine two men sitting here fighting over custody? And she's like, how did the custody even happen? I was like, because Eddie was a heel and he came out there and said, I did, you know, remember when you and your wife couldn't have kids? I screwed your wife, but that Dominic's much. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Dominic, it's it's not race child. It's like there's no way. That that ladder match rivals uh I think it was a WrestleMania where Edge was fucking his girlfriend in the middle of the stage for like the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Oh, the live oh, sex show, yes. Yeah. Yes. After he beat after he beat Cena for the uh title. Yep. Oh man, they good times. Mm, this is what we this is what we be trying to tell people when they're like, and oh, it wasn't even the attitude so there. It really won't. Was that ruthless aggression? That was ruthless. That was like two thousand six. Okay, well, shit, bro. Um, two thousand four. I want to say maybe it was oh three oh four. That's when we got um. I mean, shit. We literally got in back to back weeks. Billy and Chuck's gay wedding and <laughs> hot lesbian action. We forgot about that. Hot lesbian action. Back to back week. Sir, yeah. not Billy and Chuck's gay wedding because they clearly explained to us that they are not gay, despite the fact that we were watching their fucking wedding on TV. To you never each just other. So cool. You never just been so cool with your bro. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's the second stupidest thing. They've ever put on TV. Oh God, what's one then? Uh, Katie Vick has to be number one. Oh, this is yeah. There, there's nothing stupider than Triple H having sex with a fake corpse in a real funeral home next to a real funeral. Avra, hey, Katie Vick got brought up literally not too long ago. Never forget. I'm surprised they even mentioned that. I would be far too ashamed if I was. Whoever came up with that idea. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> next thing we got the brand new U.S. title. So um, who wants to go first? Because I don't I don't care which order I go. I got some thoughts and it's no shade on this title, but I just do have some thoughts. Who wants to go first? I like the belt. I, I do, too. I think it could use some more blue. Yeah, because well, it has no blue. It could use a little bit of blue. But just in the right. That, that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, I have no complaints. I think Beats it's a solid belt. I like the eagle. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool, I guess. I mean, I'm still a fan of all the old belts. Like, I don't like, I don't necessarily love any of the belts that they currently have. Maybe except the ones that are in NXT, because all those look fucking well, sick. Well, the NXT belt. Yes. Good. I like the the women's belts are fine. The, I don't like the universal belt still, but whatever. That, Can there we bring it, back the spinner is. belt? <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person who liked Spinner Belt. Yes, I want. I was a fan, man. dude. I had the Walmart it's, version. Hell yeah, that shit was awesome. <laughs> I uh, I like the new IC belt, although I'll always be a fan of the white strap. I say you have the white strap, and that's my thing. I it's, do. I do it's, have the it's, white strap. It's no beef. It, it's no beef because guess what? The old IC belt and this new IC belt flames. This new U.S. belt and the old U.S. belt flames. I mean, you know, we we've trashed the right. the the mod, you know, say, the, the old uh, U.S. belt, Cena's, but it wasn't bad. It was just stale. And I didn't like the black strap. Maybe they could have did a red strap. Maybe that's Maybe, just the New yeah. Japan bias. That New Japan U.S. belt is the best belt. Like, oh, that New Japan U.S. belt's oh fucking incredible. Now I do a quick Google search. Yeah, do, do that. <laughs> that. New Japan Pro Wrestling U.S. title. It is insane. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I just say all that to say spinner U.S. belt. That was <laughs> that was terrible. That was awful. Good lord. Was, was that was that better than the the rated R spinner belt? <laughs> no, nah, that was also flames. I love the rated R spinner belt. But I, I say all this to say, I mean, apparently they they they've said they have more new belts that they're about to like, you know. Bring out. I've, I've heard NXT is getting Please. a new world title design. Okay, see that I'm not even mad about because the one right now isn't that bad. But my thing is like, until they do something with the WWE and the Universal title, what are we doing? Uh, no, the first thing the I want titles. to be replaced they're just is logos. the tag titles. I want oh, the tag titles replaced immediately. Oh, excuse me, not copper. Those penny belts. That fucking hate dime. those belts. They're, they're, they're dime belts now, but they used to be copper. <laughs> and and the I mean that's better than the copper, and the designs are still trash. I just say pretty much all that to say, please change the Universal and the WWE belt. Um, last thing before we get on to the next topic, Beasley, you want to tell the people about whenever I showed you what the Blue the Blue Universal belt used to look like? Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just me, but I don't know. In my mind, the belts have black straps. That's a uh, I don't know. It's cool. It's got a big logo. That's about it. That, the, exact, the exact comment was, I was like, you were like, yes, I'm not digging the universal belt. I said, oh, dude, you want to see what it used to look like? And I sent you, I think it was Rollins with the red belt. Oh, and I said it's somehow even worse. Because <laughs> I remember yeah, I the asked, red was just, the red was just like too in your face, I feel like. Corey, you remember when I first got back in and I saw that belt and I asked, I was like, oh, I was like, is does SmackDown have a blue? And you're like, oh my God. And then it ended up turning like two <laughs> years later. <laughs> Imagine how I felt when I was watching Raw Live and they debuted that fucking belt. And I was like, we're really calling this shit the universal title and it's red? Yeah. Could you be any any uh more subtle, Vince? Hmm? No. I mean, I guess the <laughs> only thing we can say, at least it looks anything looks better than um AEW's Oh my uh, god, they, you mean that 1980s action figure belt? That shit look like something or whatever. They literally have just for the kids. I really, really hope they're not lying when they say that's not the actual design and they just had to use it because they couldn't get the actual one because of quarantine. Because I swear to god, if somebody in, in whoever's in charge of that shit drew up that design and showed it to Cody and the and the Bucks and Tony Khan, and all of them said, yeah, that looks great. I swear to God, they should all have the shit beaten out of them. Yeah, that belt's Because terrible. that is the worst title belt I've ever seen. I can't wait to I'd rather have the, the, the WWE tag team belts than that fucking belt. <laughs> that belt looks like something I could make with, like, a, a few pieces of cardboard. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not giving them a real shout out, but shout out to whenever we went to that house show here in Greenville, and that dude and his wife had the tag belts. Oh, and I told we we saw it live, but you remember I told we we told Will about it on pod, and he was like, "See, yeah, bro." If you because I was like, "Yo, you know, me and my girl could do that." He was like, "Nah, she ain't even with that shit." (laughs) That's so bad. I will say though, I'd still like AEW's world title belt and their tag belt. Those are nice. Them shit's cool. Clearly, they have taste, right? So, like, I don't know what the fuck happened with this one. God only knows, man. God only knows. Um, 
we got Randy Orton, Andrade, and Angel Garza versus the Big Show and the Viking Raiders. So I caught a little bit of this, but I didn't see all of it. And I actually did see live, not like later on or whatever, Randy Orton grabbing Angel Garza and saying, if you don't do what I say, I yes. can end you. He did do and say that. Hey, man. I, shit, before we get into the rest of this match and this whole shit with the big show, which, I mean, why is the big show still on TV? Can we just get mm-hmm. season two of your Netflix show? I don't know or care. But <laughs> can, the big show we, show. Yeah, the big show show, man. Um, <laughs> hey, man, can, can this not be uh, what was that? What was that faction called? Legacy? Oh, yeah. Let's can yeah, this let's not be this. Legacy 2.0. They're all like what? Second, third generation. Yes. I yeah. mean, I'm per- I don't know if Andrade is exactly, but we know Garza's dad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Andrade's third generation. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. I know he's royalty as well. I mean, we, it's right there. They're not going to give it to us. So um, before you go into it more, Corey, Zach, your uh, Beasley, your thoughts on everything this match, the big show, Viking Raiders, RKO, you know, Andrade, Angel Garza, you, just all your thoughts on all of them. Uh, I'm still a little in the dark. Like, why is the big show wanting the feud of Randy Orton? Is it 2007 again? I'm I'm so lost, but. Yep, pretty much. Uh, Viking Raiders, they're pretty sweet. I like their gimmick. Uh, that's kind of it. I mean, as soon as this match started, uh, Big Show's going to leave the ring for one reason or another. Randy Orton's going to hit RKO match over. Like, that's the only way this match is going to end because I've seen enough Randy Orton through the years to understand how he wins matches. Come slithering in out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure there's a meme about that somewhere. He's literally, like, when I say, I mean, he's been good. I don't, we don't care what people say. Like Orton had like people say, oh, it's, a, it's the same Orton match. Like he's had a resurgence this year. I must have yes. missed that uh, that down period because this is the exact same Randy Orton. Yeah, well, yeah no, people just claim he's good. He boring. was phenomenal. And it's like I don't I wouldn't say boring. He just like I mean he's he's back to like I mean he's 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 punting people again. <laughs> he's back to the legend killer days. He fucking put it, <laughs> Christian and Edge. Oh man, I'll never get over when he put. Didn't he punt John Cena's dad? Um, I think so. Jeez, I know he beat up John Cena's dad. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's legendary. So yeah, the um the the heels won because of course they did. And you know, I guess I mean that, that's all I really got for that. I, I missed this match. I think this was right around the time I fell asleep. Um, it says Randy Orton gave our truth an assist. What happened here? Oh, uh, Rain or R Truth came up to Randy and Ric Flair, and um, I think R Truth called Ric Flair Kira uh, Kira Tozawa because I guess he thought he was in a costume. And he's like, "You can't trick me," and uh, then he ran away. And then Akira came up with his ninjas, and uh, they acted like they were afraid of Randy. And Akira kept saying, "Yes, sir." Anytime Randy asked him a question, and he's like, "You guys looking for R Truth?" Oh uh, yeah, he went that way, and he pointed in the uh, opposite direction. You're like, thank you, uh, sir. <laughs> so this really wasn't part of Raw, but what the fuck is the 24-7 belt? Uh, like, the greatest wait, thing so they've done in like uh, the last year and a half. Uh, it, it blows my <laughs> mind. I knew Gronk had it, and yep. I was like, okay, I'm about this. Gronk's going to the WWE finally. And then he lost it like immediately after. 
it's literally the worst, ugliest belt of all time, and it's a rehash of the old um, hard hardcore championship. And it's still amazing. I mean, it's given not. I mean, I ain't gonna say given our truth because our truth, like they, they've literally said, like, which fuck, I'll just say it, it's given mid Carters and people who would never be on TV shit to do, which they haven't been running yep. around as much since COVID happened. But just the scene, like, I mean, our truth was hiding under underneath the ring on a table, and like somebody pulled out a table during a match. Our truth hiding <laughs> on it, like. <laughs> Vince has had to decline certain uh, things that our truth has like told him to do, or he's he suggested, you know. He uh, interrupted Drake Maverick's wedding. Yeah, <laughs> that was the that was the joint that Vince declined because he just interrupted the wedding. At one point, he wanted to dress up in a wedding dress and pretend <laughs> to be Drake Maverick's wife. <laughs> oh God, that would have uh, been great. They should have done that. Uh, he 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 pinned. Um, oh God, never forget when he pinned. Um, God, what's our guy's name? Um, the other dude from 3MB. Shit. Um, Gender? Yes, when he pinned Gender Mahal on the plane. Oh, yes. And then locked himself in the bathroom so no one could get him. <laughs> this is the wildest <laughs> thing. <laughs> He's a oh, and Drake 30... Maverick couldn't consummate his marriage because he oh, had lost the title. Yes, he, he, he pinned Drake Maverick not only on his wedding day, he be pinned him before he was about to get it on with his wife for the first time as them being a, like married. <laughs> I mean, it got bad, man. Hilarious. Just How many times our truth won that belt? Like 20-something? 37. Oh. He's a 37-time champion. John Cena eat your heart out. got shit on him. Thanks. John Cena eat your heart out, man. That's insane. Absolutely insane. We would have to combine like both the players, like Rick and Charlotte. And John Cena just even touch our truth. You hear me? <laughs> so yeah, that's the ridiculousness that is that belt. Also, like you said about Gronk, like, did you see how he got it back from Gronk? Uh, he was like pretending to be a gardener or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was so yes. hoping he could like hold it until football season ever came back around, and then someone just runs on the field and pins him. That would have been the best thing ever. I and, I, I, I never would have. I wanted that, but Roger Goodell would never let us have that much fun. No. Also, shout out whenever um, God, what was it? I just lost. Oh, oh um, do do you know that not Kane, but Glenn Jacobs, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, won it from our truth. Uh, you know, I remember seeing that somewhere. Yes, he he just he pinned him whenever he was showing him. I think it was a the University of Tennessee in Knoxville's uh, football field. <laughs> That was that's that's top three. That shit was top three. Um, on to Ruby Riot losing again. I'm I, I haven't even watched and I'm pissed off about it. It's like now she's lost to both members of the Iconics. Um, I mean, I guess you guys could tell me what happened. And also, I guess I got a question, Beasley. Do you did you care about any of this? I know you don't know who any of these people are. Uh, I mean, I've seen the Iconics whenever. It was like a triple threat tag team match, maybe. Might have been four teams. I really don't remember. But other than that, I don't know any of the storyline. But I remember from last week's podcast when I was listening that you were like, Ruby Riot hasn't won in months or something she crazy. Ha- Dude, it's, it's been longer insane. than that. She hasn't won since before she came back. Yeah. And she was out like a good, was it a year, Corey? I think it was pretty close. It was a pretty a year. year. 
Because, like, Nia, yeah, Nia double had shoulder double, surgery. There we go. She had double shoulder. I was like, because Nia had double ACL. She had double shoulder. Yeah. And she's so talented. She They just don't let her get off. I hope they, I mean, I guess if they actually put her back with Liv Morgan, maybe they finally will. I mean, no appearance from um, Natty and Lana this week? Thank God, no. At least I don't think so. I don't, I don't recall being bored to the brink of suicide. <laughs> You, you don't you don't want them as a tag team, bro? Come on. I don't want them as anything on my TV screen. Um, shout out to homie Will. I'll go ahead and say it. Natty Hive, get at him. He DM'd me the other day. Apparently, Natty tweeted out something about her um one thousandth match, and he just sent me in all caps a thousand matches of Natty, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, we got to get you on the pod to like rank your top one hundred. He hasn't replied back to me, so <laughs> I guess you guys know what that means. I mean, she's been around since like two thousand. 10? That sounds about right. Like, I'm pretty sure she's got to be the longest uh, continuous member of the women's roster at this point. Yeah, that, that definitely sounds about right. But yeah, 1,000 natty matches, man. I mean... And here's the no more. <laughs> and I used to like... I used to be an Italian fan, but... Ugh. Hey, bro, never forget. She got a, she, she got a title match at SummerSlam last year. Never forget. I'm still not over yeah. it. I, uh, You're not trash. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, better than when the Bellas got a title match, but still. Hey, bro. In the words of uh, in the words of Bray Wyatt at, uh, at WrestleMania, hey, hey, you can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> hey, the real ones get it, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, main event time. Oscar versus Bailey for a non-title match. I mean, I know this was good because the the two women in it are top five. So yes, you know, I saw somebody had a thread of like their matches or whatever, even going back to NXT, and they're like Oscar and Bailey have never had a bad match, and I'm just like, I mean, that's kind of hard, but Oscar ended up yeah. winning. So you know, um, do you guys I don't stay think up? Bailey's ever beat Oscar either. Really? That I can think of. Because you never beat her in NXT, and they've only had like two matches on the main roster. Hmm. If she if she has beaten her, then it's only been like one. I mean, it sounds about right. Like, was there any interferences or anything that's going on? Like, was Kyrie out or like what's up? Uh, I don't remember. I remember. I think it was Kyrie. She got. Like Bailey messed with her or something outside the ring, pretty sure. Uh, and then out of nowhere, fucking Nikki Cross is like out on the other side of the plexiglass, just <laughs> yes. doing Nikki yes. Cross things. That was amazing because she was like out on commentary. Oh, but, she's a um, on commentary. <laughs> but the like security was trying to get her to leave, and then uh, Byron Saxon said, "Oh, she's an invited guest. It's okay." So they let her stay. And then she, I think she tried to get in Bailey's face, so they like escorted her out. And so then she at, later in the match showed up on the, in the crowd. It was hilarious. Hey, you know, you know what that means, right, bro? What? Wild card, bitches! It never left. <laughs> uh, Beasley last year, I mean, it was last year, right, Corey? What the wild card rule? Yes. Last I, last year, the the wild card rule was a thing that Vince came out came up with, where he actually came out and announced it. He called himself a genius. Of uh, every week, 
three wrestlers from like one show, like let's say Raw, would get to go on SmackDown and compete or do whatever on that show. But it was like, oh, it started off as three, and then it turned into, okay, however many the fuck I feel like. And it was always the same people. Kofi was a champion, so he was over there like everything. But he would bring the entire New Day, so so that would be your three. But he was like, oh, well, they count as one entity. And the Usos (laughs) were always jumping over. Roman Reigns was always on SmackDown. Yeah, it it never left, bro. Wildcard. Wildcard's going to be with us forever. Never forget that. Um, I guess before we get to night two of Fighter Fest, I actually have the Slammiversary card or what they think the card is going to be pulled up. So I guess I'll go through that real quick, whatever. If you care any, and you tell me if there's any names pop up that you actually um recognize. Hey, I know like three people at Impact. Okay. Um, oh, two Tessa got fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad I know most of their women's division just because I've known them from like the indies and YouTube? Well, their women's division is probably the best part of the roster. That's low-key true. Um, it's going to be July 18th, which, I mean, we'll probably have another pod in between then or whatever. So, we, I mean, we'll probably end up talking about it again. Who knows? But that's Saturday before the horror show at Extreme Rules. Um, it's in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be available on Fight TV and pay-per-view. So I guess I'll go in order from top to or from bottom to top. There's a gauntlet match. Uh, Alicia Edwards, who I know I know her on the indies as just I think she just went, it wasn't Alicia, but she was just like she just had one name. You sure it's not Alicia Fox? Yes, well Alicia Fox hasn't been around in a minute. <laughs> Remember, ever, ever since they came out with that shit about, you know, she was like... Yeah, her alcohol drunk, problem or whatever, yeah. Which we are praying that she's Is she better. still under contract? I'm not sure. We haven't seen her since... You remember when they, quote-unquote, brought out the Legends on that episode of Raw, and she was one of the Legends? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> right. God, it was a while ago. Yep, that was a thing. So, Alicia Edwards, Havoc, uh, Kiera Hogan, who I know, Kimberly, shout-out to her. Uh, Kylie Ray, which she was supposed to be in AEW, she said fuck yeah. that bullshit. Is she's the one that like retired for two weeks. Yes. Yeah. She's pretty much like the the Bailey gimmick. Like she wears the Pikachu yeah, yeah. outfit. Um, I wonder what that, Chris Jericho has to say about that. <laughs> crotchety old bastard. <laughs> hey, he's gonna block you like Jake Hagar. Well, to be fair, I literally just tweeted talking shit. Uh, I quote tweeted him talking shit like five minutes ago. That's <laughs> gotta be your new. That's gonna be your new objective to get blocked by the entire um inner circle. To be fair, to be fair, all I did was call him pathetic for caring about TV ratings so much. When like <laughs> he should just keep his mouth shut. Hey, it's bro, not like I it? called him a fucking idiot like I did Jack Hagar. You know, people only care when they losing. Well, I mean, forget. technically, they're not even losing because they're winning. Well, in they the, lost one week. Yeah, they're I winning in the eighteen to forty-nine demographic, which is uh, what actually matters for. Um, I mean, they lost money. one week out of like God knows how many. So I mean, come on, man. But that's you know, um, Navea, Rosemary, Susie. I know her. Wow, she's still Rosemary's still around. Um, okay. Right, Tasha Steeles. And Talia Valkyrie in a gauntlet match, and the winner will be the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Odiana Perazzo? Or oh, I, I, they she's in the title match. match. He's yeah, in the okay. title match. Oh, see, I'll go ahead and say that one next. Uh, Impact Knockouts Title um, Championship. 
the champion Jordan Grace will be defending against Deanna Parraza, who literally has been like, you know, she like you don't go here. She just got there. I feel like WWE, if they don't already, is going to really regret letting her go really soon. Very true. Because I loved her, which I mean, I'm I'm still laughing at the fact that her boyfriend didn't have enough money to sign her. But whatever. Wait, who's uh, she dating? Uh, Marty Scroll. Oh, that's right. You know damn well Ring of Honor ain't got no money left after they that contract. They don't. They it's, broke it's, as shit. They were already <laughs> broke. Now they're broke as fuck. Facts. Um, the Impact World Tag Team Championships are going to be defended as the champions, the North, who I have no clue who that is. I think I actually know them. You'll be better sure. than me as far as that. Versus Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. I forgot Ken Shamrock's uh, in Impact now. Yeah. I didn't know he was teaming with fucking Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's interesting. So that's a thing. Also, Ken Shamrock looking incredible for like, what, 50? I was say, that's I'm pretty, pretty sure around he's closer forever. to 60. 56 years young. Because I'm pretty sure he was at least almost 40 when he was in WWE. Jesus Christ. Um, The X Division Championship, the champion Willie Mack is going to be defending it against. He still Chris has Bay. that title, man. Yes. Against <laughs> who? Uh, Chris Bay. I, I think I might know who that is. I'm not sure. The the brought back because it is an old title, but I mean it's still theirs. The TNA World Championship, the champion Moose is going to be defending it against oh. Tommy Streamer. They wait, 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 wait. Hey, go ahead. They already have a new champion. That was fast. Well, no, 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 no. It's the TNA World Championship, not the Impact World Championship. They're two different belts. That's they literally brought back their old belt and made it a belt. When did they do that? I have no clue. I'm literally reading. Okay. <laughs> Against Tommy Dreamer? Tommy Dreamer, dude. Is this is the same Tommy Dreamer as the ECW yes, guy? Yes, it yes, is. The dude, I thought he was violent. old back then. <laughs> that he is, is interesting. I mean, I know he still wrestles because he still does House of Hardcore. But, uh, wow, I didn't God know he was still doing t- uh, Impact stuff. Let alone title matches of this I'm not caliber. trying to I'm not trying to put him out there and everything but you remember when I told you I watched what's the documentary um not not dark Were you watching Beulah's box <laughs> I hate you so much oh <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, god but the, the the one documentary and everything that uh but pretty much it was it was going over a lot of wrestlers and it was supposed to be Terry Funk's quote last match which of course that wasn't the case but it was supposed it to be his last is. match and everything, and like his wife and like daughters were out there, just like, oh god, just please let him get through this last one. Like that's how I feel like Tommy Dreamer's family is like, come on, man. I mean, he's not, Tommy Dreamer's not that old. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say that, but like the the caliber of matches he has, I mean, God knows how he's still walking around. Let alone that's wrestling. true. I mean, shit, how is Mick Foley still walking around? He's still god. running on adrenaline, pure adrenaline alone. <laughs> Is his son still in um on contract? Mix? Yeah. I didn't know his son ever was. Yeah, you remember his son was like the random dude who was giving the New Day pancakes. I do not remember that. We talked about it one time, I thought. 
Nah, if we did, uh, it's Dewey, Dewey, I forgot. That's his name, Dewey. Dewey was mm. giving them pancakes just in the background. Because hmm. I think somebody recognized him one day and was like, holy shit, that's Mick's son, all grown up now. Which don't get, don't get that started on Noel. But um, the, the final match or whatever, uh, the Impact World Championship, the vacant championship, is going to be a, a fatal four-way between... Uh, okay, now you got to hit me with these names, bro, or help me with these. Trey versus Eddie Edwards versus, I've heard this before, Ace Austin versus a mystery opponent. Ooh, is it going to be Heath Slater? Oh, Lord. Is it going to be Gallows <laughs> it, and or Anderson? It's, it's going to be either Gallows or Anderson. Is it going to be Bully guess, Ray? I guess Anderson. I heard Bully Ray left, but... We've I also heard about I a. He was working a, with in, with Ring of Honor. He might have left Ring of Honor then. Okay, but like you know, we've been hearing rumors about a possible Aces and Eight reunion. So. Oh yeah, God, I forgot about because they they I think they brought D'Lo Brown back too. Really? D'Lo's wrestling. I mean, I heard he got signed by Impact. I don't know if that's true. Can he please be <laughs> backstage and not wrestling? Mm, like I'm not I feel that way about a lot of people. No, this is this is very true. Yeah. Uh, so um on to night two of AEW's Fighter Fest. So I, I told the homies to watch uh, NXT because that would be the better show and so we could have diversity and also like, you know, stuff on other shows. I sat and watched the entire Fighter Fest. Now I'm not gonna trash it because Fighter Fest wasn't bad, but like we said last week. NXT won, and I feel like without even watching, like the same thing I said last week, without even watching, I feel like NXT won again. So I was hitting Corey a little bit about this shit. Are you guys ready for what happened on night two of AEW's Fighter Fest? Hit me with it. Now, Beasley, if you got any questions, you can jump in and stop me at any moment because I know these names. Some of them you're gonna be like, who? Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and pull up a roster so I can at least have a face. <laughs> Whatever names, like I know, I know some of them just because they have crazy stuff, uh, like the Luchasaurus guy. That oh was, yeah, love Luchasaurus. He's incredible. Uh, um, yeah. We started off with the tag, um, a tag title match between the champions Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus the Private Party. Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Um, shout out because by the time you guys will be hearing this and everything, um, Isaiah Cassidy will be having a birthday where that man is just turning 23 years old. Good Lord. And the other member of private party is only 26. I mean, they're the tag team of the future. Oh, matter of fact, Beasley, you will know this because in their corner, they are now being I wouldn't really say manage, but he's kind of like, you know, they're meant every the thing with AEW is a bunch of mentors. We've noticed that like the older heads. So oh, private they, they parties, don't, they don't mentors. call them managers. Uh, so it, it, Taz is a manager, but some people are mentors, I guess. Cause well, you know, Arn is a coach. So I mean, Sounds you know, like cop out to me. Yeah. Arn Anderson now is out there with like, what's hilarious. He's out there with literally a, like, a, a, he's out there with like not a playbook, but what's the um, just the laminated paper? And he covers his mouth when he's like quote unquote coaching Cody. It's hilarious. <laughs> but no, um, uh, it was private party with Matt Hardy, you know, as their the Hardy party. 
Yeah, the, the, yeah, the the Hardy Party, as they're calling themselves now. So, what is this whole? Sorry, I hate to cut you off, but the, oh, no, Matt, the woken Matt Hardy or whatever. Well, uh, well, he he was he was broken a couple of like weeks ago or like a month ago, whenever he was helping the elite. But now he's back to his just being Matt Hardy as he's, he said private party, which I mean, too, too many rhymes. It reminds <laughs> him of a young Hardy boys. I reminds him of him and Jeff back in the days, what he told them. So he wants to mentor them. Gotcha. Um, also there's been teases and which, I mean, he hasn't said it. He said, which Corey, you're gonna have to speak about this one. Cause I don't know much about it. He said he, or there's been teases on him going to um, what was the rich gimmick he did? Uh, I don't know. Money Matt or something like that? I don't know that one. He was supposed to be pretty much like a spoiled rich guy or something. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> oh, so he's like he's like Raven when uh, he was in WWE. Uh, big Money Matt Hart. <laughs> big Money Matt, yes. Apparently, that was a thing. I don't know much about that gimmick, though. I don't either, but uh, YouTube says he had a GoFundMe campaign going at one point for something. So <laughs> it must have not been too good. But, yeah, this tag match was good. I mean, there was no shot that Private Party was going to win. I do love that they've been getting a chance because like, uh, AEW's bread and butter is tag teams. Corey said it You're best last night whenever we were talking about this. They had two tag matches in the first hour, for God's sakes. Like, their tag division is, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's what separates them between WWE because they don't care about tag teams, like, which I guess that's smart, you know? You know, the, the, the other yeah. company, you can't outshine them I on I mean, NXT has things. a solid tag team division, but Raw and SmackDown don't seem to give a shit. No. It's, just, it's just the New Day and the Usos, and the Usos... One of them's hurt. their issues, and currently one of them is crippled. How long? He's out for like another nine months, isn't he? Mm. Or at least seven to eight. Because it was, uh, I forget what he did, but. I was like, damn, is it that long? He tore something in his knee, right? Damn, that sounds about right. Or something. I know he fucked something up. I know he's out probably till early next year if I have my timeline matched up right. Hmm. And they had just come back, too. They did. I mean, which you notice, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the one that Naomi's married to because she's also been off TV. So that's a thing. But yeah, yeah. the tag, the tag champs um, retained, which, of course, you know, uh, people have been shitting on Kenny, apparently. But I mean, he's been doing a hell of a job, like as a tag champion. There's still little like underlining things between him and. Um, hangman, so I don't think they should break them up anytime soon because they're still having hella matches or hella good matches. But you know, um, next, this was something that like it's kind of been it started on dark and it went over to you know, which I know you're like, bruh, why do you watch dark? I'm like, I literally watch dark on like I have dark on right now, I I, I watch it on <laughs> mute while I'm recording. My TV kinda- is dark right now. <laughs> it no, turned on. That's my go-to. Like I literally just turned dark on and just put it on mute, and I just watch what's happening. Um, but Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts in his corner versus Joey Janela. So Janela came out there and he's ready to go. You know, like no antics, and he's a bad boy. 
And Lance Archer comes out there, you know, because Joey Janela has been having his uh, new tag partner, Sonny Kiss. So Lance Archer comes out there with Sonny Kiss draped on his shoulders and throws him at Joey Janela. <laughs> okay. That shit was hilarious. I was like, oh, we're getting a straight squash after this. Janela got some offense. We got a commercial break. And then, you know, uh, Jake tried to interfere. He was about to pull the snake out and almost fucked around and lost Archer to match because the ref was distracted. Sonny Kiss got a 450 splash on Archer, which, I mean, hey, say whatever you want to say. Sonny Kiss, that 450 splash is nice. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's athletic as fuck. Which wasn't, oh yeah. Wasn't enough, though, because Lance Archer was like, nope, kicked out of that shit. Lateral press. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, like I told you, whatever, there was no way that like he was ever going to be Lance Archer. I'm still no. mad about how they did Lance Archer, but you know, shit happens. Also, isn't Sonny Kiss getting a title match? With I, yes, title I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak about that literally at the end because I, I got a screenshot about what they got going on next week. Mm. Um, We had a segment next. We have two segments next, actually. But the first one, you know, um, Darby, Darby Allen is still, quote, hurt. And he's like, you know, Brian Cage, I forgot about what you did to me. And I don't know who this dude was, but I feel like I should have known him. It might have been like a BMX type dude, kind of like when he was just randomly doing like skateboard tricks with Tony Hawk. But he was like, you know, I'm hurt and I can't do much, but I'm still practicing my coffin drops. So he literally does a maybe 20, 30 foot drop, like coffin drop into um like the foam blocks or whatever, like you see on like Fantasy Factory. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that was a little thing. Shout out Darby Allen st- or Allen still being on TV. Then here's a name you gonna know, bro. Taz, accompanied by Brian Cage, went out there and Taz cut a promo, which of course you know he had to shit on Moxley again. And he was like, you know, Moxley, it's whatever. But since you want to, he's like, we were supposed to main event tonight's pay-per-view. But since you want to be a coward and worry about, like, you know, testing and viruses whenever you've came back positive twice, I'm going to crown a real champion. So he pulls out the FTW World Championship and recognizes it and gives it to... Brian Cage. Now, uh, this was cool. Taz cut a great promo. He cussed like three, four times. You know, you can cuss on um, AEW, you know, Edge. Um, but, but, but Corey, <laughs> edgy, do a, bro. Yeah, do a little bit of explaining to us and the audience about the FTW championship because I was lost. Uh, it's just, I don't know that much about it. I just know that Paul Heyman came up with it in 98 to... Uh, to just give the people to like anytime storylines had to be canceled in the middle to give them something else to do, which is, uh, so basically just like a super mid card title. That's pretty much all I know about it. You did tell me it stands for the fuck the world championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is so this must not officially be a ECW belt because 
they would not do something that stupid knowing that Vince could sue. No, definitely not. I guess shout out to Taz for being like, hey, I got an idea. So, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this, which I mean, I feel like we'll talk about it more whenever Fight for the Fallen happens next week. But regardless, Brian Cage wasn't going to win you know, already because having that belt on Moxley gives their, you know, gives AEW brand more like, you know, eyes because it's like, oh, it's a guy we know and being at Dean Ambrose. But now he kind of has a belt. So I don't know if that's going to be a, one of their official belts or what. But he is, you know, Brian Cage is officially the FTW champion. I so think it's basically like the million dollar championship. So it doesn't it doesn't actually mean anything. Mm. I wouldn't tell Taz that because he said Moxley's being a bitch and I'm crowning a new a real champion tonight. <laughs> that was the exact words. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I'm on Twitter. Uh, Angelo Dawkins uh, kid was just born. Hey, shout out to him and his lovely wife. That's what's up. No wonder we went on TV this week. Last yeah, two weeks, maybe. That, yeah. Hmm. It makes more sense now. Um, after this, we had. Oh, you want to talk about Indies? We had a eight-man tag match. And the teams of the Butcher and the Blade with the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks, you know, Matt and Nick Jackson, and our faves, our new faves, just because the name changes, FTR, fuck the revival. I don't know what happened to the revolt or they don't have copyrights on it yet or what's going on. Cash Wheeler and our guy Dax Hardwood. Pauls. That's totally a porn star's name. I just want to throw that out there. Yes! That makes sense. Yes! yes. Yes. They're from North Carolina. Hey, represent. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. on it. I'm on the team now. One's from, <laughs> one's from I think, Asheville, and the other one's from, like, uh, what, where in the beach? I can't remember. Um, I don't, Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. But, yeah, one of them's from, like, Asheville, and the other one's from the beach. So, shout out to – I mean, real old school – like 80s ass wrestling, you know. Fists not flips, bro. There you go. And you got hardwood. <laughs> that should be part of the new slogan. <laughs> um, any thoughts on who won this match before I tell y'all? I'm assuming FTR and um and the Bucks. Uh, Beasley. Even though uh, I know you have no copy of them. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the heels versus the faces, pretty much. Uh, let's go faces. I it's guess. crazy because you guys are both wrong. So what had happened? Also, shout out to I mean, which we say Lucha Bros are probably one of the most underrated. I mean, can they even be underrated at this point? But still, one of the most underrated tag teams. Uh, I think they're underused. Well, true, but like I literally saw him do it on Dark while ago, but I'm never not amazed. Like <laughs> fucking um uh not Pentagon what's uh, what's the other homie Ray Phoenix Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix literally one of the best wrestlers in the world he literally did it like on dark and then did it last night too he just has a spot where he like fucking walks the top rope and then flips onto you like walks the entire top rope and then flips on you like come on but the faces looked like they were about to get it. It was a lot of, you know, heel shit going on between the tag teams. Um, 
one of the Bucks fucked around and kicked. I want to say it was Cash Wheeler in the face. I don't think it was Dax, but who knows? And that ended up leaning, leading to a heel victory. You know, they're kind of doing like subtle beef between you know, FTR and the Bucks. They didn't fight. They kind of shook hands like, you know, hey, you didn't mean to do it. We understand. So, but, you know, building a little bit more tension. They can't just give us the match already. You know, they got to do it for like the next, what, 10 years? <laughs> yep, pretty much. So, yeah, two tag teams in the first hour. Um, We go to break. We come back. Oh, I'm I'm low key mad that Will isn't here. But if you're listening, bro, I know you would love this. Don't bite your tongue. Favorite Big Swole was um also random random fact or whatever for you, Beasley. Big Swole is married to Secretary Alexander in real life. Interesting. Yeah, go check out Big Swole. Well, Big Swole was trying to enter the building. She was denied because she was um she found out that she had been served papers by Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> so she said she she came up later in a hood and like ran up or whatever and like punched Britt Baker in the nose and Britt Baker sold that shit like she literally like her shit was busted again. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just love they're just building this up, man. Like it was, it was incredible. It was just, just stupid little funny shit. Um, you remember I told you last week that Nyla Rose was going to be in action. So we found yeah, out yeah. about who she was going to be in action with. She called out Kenzie Page and uh, Kylan King, who were two chicks I've seen on like Dark. She called them out in a handicap match. Nyla then like proceeded to beat the hell out of both of them and then pin both of them. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. After that, she gets on the mic and she talks about how she is the leader of this division and she's getting what belongs to her back soon. And then they showed like shots of uh champion Ukaru Shida and Penelope Ford, who I guess is still kind of in the title picture, but who knows? I still hate that women's belt though. They need to change that. Oh, it's so trash and it's way Ugh. too tiny. Like, why? Why did? Why do they have a kid's belt? Uh, I feel like I feel like we could put the belt on Coco and he could still walk around with it. It's that small. <laughs> <laughs> I if saw you guys that don't know Coco's eight pounds. I saw someone that said uh, the belt was designed for Rio, and I'm like, it didn't even look good on her. It didn't. I mean, it was. Hey man, we said that shit when we first saw that belt. We was like, "Oh, Rio winning this shit because yep. that joint's gonna look like a it's, it's gonna look like a chain on um, Nyla Rose." <laughs> Y'all, she put that's a, a chain that's on a fucking quick. bracelet for Nyla Rose. After that, we got oh, I don't know if you like tag matches, but we got another one. DJ Khaled voice. <laughs> um, SCU, you know all three of them: uh, Christopher Daniel, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus the Dark Order. Mr. Brody Lee, Stu, uh, Stu Grayson, and newest possible member, Colt Cabana. Would somebody made a joke of Colt Cabana? Because, you know, he's in a cult now. But I don't know. <laughs> wow. So, shock, shocker here. Uh, Brody, well, I ain't going to say shocker because, I mean, they're kind of put, kind of pushing the dark order, even though I'm mad it had to be SCU to lose. But um, I think, what's the name? Or... Mr. Brody Lee like pretty much knocked out Scorpio Sky, and then um, he, he threw Cabana in there for the pin. 
I mean, I'm not trying to say anything like, wow, but this is why Fighter Fest Night 2 couldn't even compete. And I haven't even got the NXT yet, and I haven't even watched NXT yet. <laughs> this is what we got going on on Fighter Fest. Like, come on, man. Am I, being, am I being shady? I'm not trying to be, like, shady or biased. I just feel like I'm being true. I mean, so far, it definitely hasn't sounded better than the NXT, than NXT to me. Exactly. And, like, we're going to talk about it in details later and everything because you guys watched it. I just know what happened. But, for example, we're at the main event right now for Fighter Fest Night 2. Comparing that to the, the main event I know y'all saw yesterday. I mean, a main event of Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Beasley, do you know anything about Orange Cassidy or like the gimmick or anything? Not a clue. So the gimmick is a picture on the the alleliterestling.com and he kind of just looks (laughs) like a regular dude. So the the gimmick is that he doesn't care and he wrestles with his hands in his pockets. (laughs) Oh, I have seen this guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like he doesn't care, but when he like, but he can still wrestle, but with the hand, but when he has his hands in his pockets, it's like he gets like powers kind of, it's weird. He's the ultimate comedy wrestler. He, he once wrestled an invisible opponent. Was that better than, um, Kota Ibushi wrestling the sex doll? No, what? because Kota Ibushi versus the sex doll was fucking hilarious, but neither are better than the match I saw where it was two invisible opponents against each other. Oh, oh, I was going to say Kenny Omega versus the eight-year-old. Oh, that was also good. (laughs) What have I missed? (laughs) I know we're just going crazy over here. I know you're like, what in the hell? Kota Ibushi destroyed that sex doll, though. Didn't stand a chance. Damn. But the eight-year-old beat Kenny. Hey, also, um, I forgot to mention Beasley. It was an eight, it was an eight year old girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd I'd hope that he wouldn't physically harm this small child because that just <laughs> seems like bad taste. Matter of fact, is she the first ever woman to compete in New Japan Pro Wrestling? That wasn't for New Japan. Oh, damn! I was about to say. I think that, that was awful. for um. That might have been all Japan before he went to New Japan. We might have a match between her and Nicholas in like five years. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy came out there and he's still wearing the same shirt of him, like with him on it, but with like the blood stains of Chris Jericho making him bleed out when he beat him up with a bag of oranges. Did, <laughs> did, did he give Jim <laughs> Cornette a heart attack this week? Oh, I you know Jericho's in in Cornette are like well. Jericho's pissed at Cornette because he was talking shit I'm not about surprised. them even keeping a feud together. But, Jericho um, said this is one of the best matches he of his career. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but it was a pretty good match for what you like. Excuse me, for what you would think between them. I hope one day. I hope they just give Orange Cassidy a title one day, just so I can hear Jim Cornette rage against it. Well, you know, he claimed to quit watching AEW, but he said he guess he has to just because you know they're going to talk about it. I feel like Jim Cornette claims a lot of things that are all bullshit. This is also true. <laughs> but um, they actually did have a really good match, not going to front. Um, we had a lot of interference between um, uh, Santana and Ortiz, who were ringside, until the best friends came out there and took care of them. Hmm. Uh, I don't think Trent's mom was, um, you know, didn't drop them off in the minivan this week. <laughs> that was still hilarious. 
But um, Cole, what are you? I'm so sorry, guys. This dog over here is gonna drive me insane. But no, nah, so it was a lot of interference between them. Best friends went and took them out. Jericho had a lot of you know cheap shots and shit because of course he did. La Champion. Uh, at one point he hit Orange Cassidy with a bat and still Orange Cassidy kicked out. I'm like, yo, is Orange Cassidy about to fuck around and win? Like, no DQ match? No, he was just doing shit behind Aubrey Edwards' back. Oh, so he, he brought out a whole ass baseball bat. Yes. And, okay. One of, one of, uh, one of LAX literally handed him a bat. And he hit Orange Cassidy in the face with it. It still didn't get caught. Oh, God. I mean, and there was no ref bumps. Like, she's just getting distracted. Like, there's no ref hmm. bumps. Interesting. Orange Cassidy still kicked out, though. But, and also, too, he was his entire um, offense was like, okay, if I take out his elbow, he can't hit the, um, he can't hit me with the Judas effect. Jericho missed a lion salt. And I want to say Jericho ended up getting the victory off. What's the joint he? Uh, what's the joint he was doing when he was in New Japan? Um, I I can't think of the name, but he just slams your head down. Yeah, I don't remember what he called it. I can't remember what he calls it either. But um, he ended up winning with that one. But I mean, I'm not gonna front. This was a pretty good match. I'm gonna tell you why I was pissed though. I wanted to see because I you gotta think about this I'm watching Fighter Fest so I'm I'm tuned in I'm like I gotta watch this I gotta you know we gotta talk about it so I'm not seeing what's going on on NXT but I wanna see who celebrated on NXT so I'm like okay and I'm looking you know these fuckers went two minutes over on purpose just Whoa. just so I swear dude like by the time I turned over to NXT shit was already gone it was already over to the next programming wow I That's was. Not surprising. It went two minutes over. I was pissed because I when 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 Cassidy kicked out at like ten o'clock. I said, um, what the? I looked at him and said, what the hell is about to happen here? And she's just like, I don't, I don't get it. And I was like, it's over ten o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, this like me explaining this right now is doing no good. And NXT had once again a no commercial uh, main event. How um well you probably don't know how long that match was exactly, but uh, it was about twenty five minutes. Oh, they, okay. Okay. Because it started, I think it started at nine thirty. That's what's up. Yeah, sounds about right. I was just pissed about that because I was like, "Wow, y'all fuckers didn't even want me to turn over and see the celebration." Like, what the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, that was that was Fighter Fest round two, man. I mean, round two, night two. I guess before we get to night two of the Great American Bash, I did screenshot because they've already announced matches for. Fight for the Fallen next week. Um, I don't know if this is the entire card, but these are the matches they've given us so far. Bless you. Um, we have the Elite, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega versus Jurassic Express in a six-man tag match. Hmm. Um, FTR versus the Lucha Bros. I'm sure that's going to be good. Yeah, that's good, yeah. The American Nightmare, Cody, versus Sonny Kiss for the TNT Championship. And the main event, champion versus champion. But only one belt will be defended. The AEW World Championship. The champion, John Moxley, is taking on the challenger, Brian Cage. The FTW champion. The main event for fight. 
for the Fallen. I say all that to say, will y'all be tuning in to Fight for the Fallen? Or is it just going to be all me again? <laughs> uh, no, I think I'll be watching uh, EO versus Tegan Knox for the women's title next week. I did see that got confirmed. That's cool. Which low-key, that's already kind of, I mean, hey, we'll see. We'll see if people want to watch John Mox, John Moxley versus uh, Brian Cage. No, I think AEW win the ratings next week. I just won't have anything to do with it. I feel that. Like I just think it's hilarious or whatever. Like I, I literally, because it's like someone asks, like, well, why do you watch AEW live? I'm like, I watch it live because it's harder to watch that than to go back and find NXT. NXT is going to be back on the network. Yeah. Is it still? Is it? Are they? Are they making us wait or is it back to 24 hours? I don't know. I haven't looked. I think I know it's not a whole week because last time I yeah. had to catch up, it was I did it on a Saturday. So let's get to the shit that I cannot wait. I'm not even mad that it's spoiled and everything. I'm going to be so excited because I still haven't watched night one of it, but I'm ready. Whew. Night two. WWE. NXT. The Great American Bash. We started off with a street fight between Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. Who wants to go first? Uh, that match was hella fun. I, I wasn't expecting it to open the show again. They swerved me two weeks in a row with that one. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Very hard hitting. More, there are more, uh, more, uh, weapon shots than I was expecting. Also, I'm pretty sure Candace almost died when, uh, Mia drop kicked her off of some equipment onto a table because she definitely overshot the table. Yikes. Uh, Beasley, any thoughts? Uh, you know, I think I might have fucked up. How many matches were there? Was it just I two? Think, I think five. Oh, dude, I only saw two. Yeah. What the shit did I watch? Did you watch the Hulu version? Yeah. That might have oh, been why. Uh, Hulu shorten even in only two hours? It was only an hour. Well, that's it, it was, interesting. Okay, they probably only showed up. you um, Cole and Lee and what other match. So I saw this one, the Candice LeRae and Mia Yim and uh, Keith Lee and Adam Cole. Okay, well, so they gave the beginning matches, so. Yeah, they were they were pretty exciting. I've never, you know, seen women wrestlers go at it the way these chicks did. That was pretty. Oh yeah. Like Mia is great at taking crazy bumps, and then Candice literally used to wrestle dudes. So I'm like, of course a street fight sounds amazing. Oh yeah, I I think my favorite part of this match was when Mia hit a cannonball on Candice with the trash can over her head. That was great. That was classic. You can never go That's wrong with a trash can, or somebody said. <laughs> That's one so, thing Shane O'Mac taught me. Oh man, yeah, classic, very true. classic. Uh, so Mia ended up winning, right? No, Candace won. Oh, okay. I'm about to say the she, I'm, on, uh, hit a, I'm on Bleacher Report, so you know they don't tell me the results for some reason. She hit a she hit a swinging neckbreaker onto a pile of chairs. So I did hear about the pile of chairs. What the fuck is up with them in pile of chairs now? Remember the Velveteen Adam Cole match? Oh yeah. Is that just some Shawn Michaels shit? Is that is that Road Dog? Like who is that? <laughs> it's it's somebody, but. It was a much better spot in this match than it was in the Velveteen Cole match. Crazy. 
Um, next up, we had Tony Nese versus Bronson Reed. That was a fine. It was fine. It was it was good. It got the job done. I mean, it made Bronson Reed look pretty strong. Although uh, I was uh, expecting uh, uh, shit. Karrion Cross is it? That's been harassing yes. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expected him to come out, but he didn't. But they did something with him later. So, uh, Beasley, before I ask you about this match, quick question. Um, which shit, this is for you too, Corey. How like as far as height and weight? How what would y'all say about Bronson Reed? Your guess? Um, probably six three, uh, three sixty pounds, three hundred sixty pounds. Beasley. Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at a picture because I completely missed this and I've never seen this. Okay. Episode. But let's go, you know, ballpark for the picture, six two, six three, and I'm gonna give him the big four hundred somewhere in that range because he looks like a, a thick boy. Five <laughs> yes. eleven, good oh, wow. lord, thirty. Well, it makes sense at five eleven, but wow, that's crazy. He looks well, so much taller than five eleven. That's insane. He does. That he threw me off. I heard. Shout out first black champ, like I always say. One of the, my favorite wrestling pods. I heard them talk about it, and I was like, "Wait, there's no way!" And I had to Google, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Hmm. So and he just I, wrestles short people all the time. Because Tony Nese is short. Cameron Grimes is pretty short. So I'm assuming he beat you know the premier athlete. Yeah. I don't know why they still call him that. He doesn't fucking win anything. <laughs> I like Tony Nese. He's athletic as fuck. But I mean, how are you a premier athlete when you fucking lose all the time? I mean, you say and, he and your basically. gimmick, your gimmick is that you're like super ripped and shit, and then you get beat up by a fat guy. What's premier about that? That's like if I kicked your ass. He's like double his weight though. I mean, that was like Rikishi's whole gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just pray Vince doesn't see him and say, "Oh, we can do something with this—a stink face." Oh no, running it back. Hey, Rikishi made it work though. Yeah, but that's it. I'm telling you, I don't need to see Bronson Reed doing it, though. Um, that's true, yeah. The Johnny Gargano way versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, who, unfortunately, we said it last week, he doesn't win matches. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's so fucking talented. And he really showed it off in this match. It was like 15 minutes, which is about what it needed. And uh, obviously Gargano won, of course. It wouldn't make sense for him to lose. But uh, they had a lot of really good athletic uh, parts of the match. I feel like uh, Swerve Scott got to show off how good he is. Hopefully somebody was fucking paying attention this time. Literally on Bleacher Report, it says these two are, are these are two of the most athletic superstars in NXT right now. Um it never quite reached the level of intensity that comes from normal Gargano matches since he's turned heel. Swerve continues to be a bright spot in NXT. He might not win as much, but he puts on impressive matches and is still an impressive performance and guy who stands out as one of the best worked horses in the black and gold brand. Uh, yes, that's definitely true. Um, I feel like I feel like this match, if somebody was actually paying attention to it, is going to be the match that finally gets him on TV and, like, you know, they let him do more shit. Mm-hmm. 
Because if it's not dissonant, it's just not going to fucking happen. He has all the charisma. He has, or, I mean, yes. he's a great wrestler. Or they should give him a match against uh, Roddy, because <laughs> that'll just be incredible. Oh, man. I'm here for that. Um, Drake Maverick and Breezango versus... Uh, Corey, you got to hit it, because you know I can't pronounce it. Oh, Legato del Fantasma. There we go. It was a, <laughs> it was a fun tag match, actually. I enjoyed it. It was a... Uh, it was better than most six-man tag matches are. You know, most six-man tag matches suck. But, I mean, it was also Brizongo. So, what's not to like about that? Although, I, I think Fondango might have hurt his knee. I couldn't tell if it was kayfabe or not, because he definitely landed on it weird. Jesus, but, again? Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything since, but it definitely looked like he had a bit of a bad landing. Not, like, super bad, but, you know. Not a good one. But, I don't know. They finished the match, so I don't know. Well, it was a fun match. And then, um, who won? I think. Yeah, Legato Del Fantasma The Heels definitely won. but obviously like, they need to win. Are we getting a Drake? Are we continuing this whole Drake Maverick thing? It seems like it. I hope so. Uh, they definitely should. And who else is he going to feud with right now anyway? You know, that also is a great question. Akira Tatao was on, uh, on a Raw now with ninjas. Well, yeah, with his ninjas. Jordan Devlin's, well, we we won't go there. He's overseas. We'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who else was in that Cruiserweight tournament? Um, well, Kushida, but Kushida hadn't been on TV since the tournament. Yo, I was going to say that, too. I haven't thought of Kushida since not only that match, but remember he had that little... Uh, we we had Alex Shelley on uh, NXT TV. Yeah, just for that one that one time, but it was still kind of cool. Oh and yeah. And Jake Atlas, I don't think's been on. I think he's been on TV once since that match, and I think he lost. Yes. So yeah, this only Drake Manford. I'm here for everything. Um, was it Santos Escobar? Oh yeah, he's damn good. <laughs> I'm here for everything, him. Um, now, this next match, I'm not going to say I took it personal or whatever. I didn't even watch it. But we had said last week that um, Mercedes Martinez was going to be in action. Um, I made the joke of Tripp's got his girl back. You know, Tripp's loves her. He necessarily didn't even want her to own the main roster. Remember, she was out there for like a week. And, and was like, yeah. Tripp's like, yeah, can I get her back? Yeah, <laughs> cool with that. She, I mean, you guys, Corey, you tell me, was this a squash between against her and Santana Garrett? Uh, it 100%. It was like who, I, who I love, but she cannot win a match. No. But she's uh, a good she didn't, fan. This, this needed to be a squash anyway, though. Yeah, it did. It, it did. I saw the, um, I saw the clip they put up on, you know, all their socials and everything of, like, she kicked the shit out of Santana Garrett. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, shout out, Merce- you know, Mercedes Martinez. And I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm upset about Santana Garrett. She's not going to get to a certain thing, but she doesn't have bad matches. I remember that match she ran yeah, against sure. Bianca that was on Raw. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, this is what Is all Bianca's do. only singles match on Raw? Uh, no, she had one against, um, what's our girl? Selena. Selena Vega. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Selena. They didn't really count, though, because they didn't finish that one. 
Oh yeah, they didn't finish it. They ended up having a a six person tag match. Yeah. Good lord. <sighs> the moment we've all been waiting for, and the reason why you clicked on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, winner take all. The North American champion Keith Lee versus the NXT World Champion, four hundred and three. Days as champion, Adam Cole, baby. Beasley, I'm going to give you the honors of going first, man. Come on. Oh. What do you think about this shit? Uh, so I'd say in the last two or three weeks, this is probably one of the best matches I've seen. Uh, and excluding a few like YouTube highlights or whatever, I haven't seen a whole lot of Keith Lee, but I absolutely fucking love this dude. This guy is awesome, and I don't I don't know if that's a general consensus, but I don't know how oh, he did not it, like it, him. Is. I don't he know, is I don't know so, if I've ever heard of anyone that doesn't like Keith Lee. Facts. Like, I've never seen a big man move the way he did, and that was phenomenal. There you go. You hit it right on the head. Uh, I guess, you know, props to Adam Cole. He was criminally undersized in this matchup, but he still <laughs> he looked like he was holding his own, and he was putting up a hell of a fight. Uh. It's really cool. Good stuff. The the end with the confetti and the two belts. It was great. Good 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 match all around. I'd give it a nine out of ten. <sighs> Corey, go in, man. Yeah, I definitely loved this match. It was pretty much everything I expected it to be. And then uh a lot of hard hitting action. They psyched this out because uh Keith Lee was about to like shoulder tackle cold into the little barricade and got <laughs> out of the way and uh we got we got to show that clip when he knocked him into the crowd he's trying to run out of the performance center dude yeah. he was he was moving <laughs> but yeah, it was a just a great match and uh of course keith lee had to win and he did win such Man. a i just i loved it Love seeing it. The confetti at the end was a nice touch. And then, of course, you know, they show Karrion Cross in the, like, I don't know, somewhere above the Skybox or something. Yeah. yeah. Just watching. So I guess I guess we're getting Keith Lee Karrion Cross soon. Although the question is, for which title? Exactly. But also, somebody, somebody brought up the fact, is he after the belt or is he just after blood? Who knows, though? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, since Survivor Series, when he was the last guy with Roman Reigns, oh, God, so the good. world was shown a champion. Even even Vince knew how good he was after that. Royal Rumble time. Brock Lesnar. I mean, even though Brock Lesnar did throw him out. Brock Lesnar's reaction of who is this big motherfucker? <laughs> Classic. And Keith Lee was the first one to get offense in, wasn't he? Uh, I can't remember if Keith Lee was before or after whenever uh, Kofi, Ray Ray, yeah, Kofi, Ray, and yeah. uh, Big E hit their finishers on him, and that shit still didn't work. <laughs> I'm still not over that shit. Oh, God, I hate Will for that. He was like, niggas got in their finishes, and that nigga just brushed it off like it was a fly. <laughs> oh, God. 
Man, uh, I still I, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if you guys have either. The um the Broken Skull sessions with Mark Henry. No, I haven't. Can't say I have. Apparently up there. I mean, like like we said, no one has had anything bad to say about Keith Lee. Mark Henry said Keith Lee is about to bring back the heavyweight wrestler. Steve Austin said he's yeah. a superstar. I've told we 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 know what Triple H thinks about him. Shawn Michaels says he's next. The legends are saying this guy's next, man. It was fucking right. This was the right call. And like we said, long, I mean, in trips we fucking trust. Like we like even when we kind of like 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 remember last week we talked about, yo, we don't know it's too soon for Karrion Cross and these belts or whatever. Triple yeah. H has not let us down yet. And until he does, I'm going to keep having to believe him. It's definitely facts. This is long-term story build. I mean, like, and, and this was the shot I teased earlier. I'll go ahead and say it now. He doesn't need to turn heel. He doesn't. But I did hear someone say that whole, you know, I am limitless shit. They said, tell me that ain't some heel shit, low-key or whatever. He uh, can turn that into some, like, yeah, hall of fame. I'm just going to beat up on all you little dudes, you know? It, it doesn't need to happen, though, be. right now. It doesn't need to. I just thought I'd bring that up. From like what we said to Survivor Series in November to now, this was supposed to happen. It happened at the right time. Shout out Adam Cole and everything. I loved respect after the fact. 403 days. I mean, like, I mean, I can't even not give too much credit to Adam Cole or whatever. I mean, he's literally beat everybody. Even beat, uh, even beat fucking uh, Daniel Bryan that one night. Remember? Yep, he sure so, did. Shout out Cole, been a great champion. This was the this was supposed to happen. We don't know what's gonna happen with Cole and Undisputed Era next. Let's not even care or talk about that and move them up. Shit, now's not the right time. But everything Keith Lee right now, man. I, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, come on, bro. I saw that confetti shit. I went and, like shh, incredible. I'm just mad I didn't watch it live. I can't wait to watch that match. It is. Absolutely yeah, phenomenal. So good. I'm gonna rewatch it after this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, yeah, this is this this is what was supposed to happen, man. This shit was dope. I loved all the pictures. Trips went and gave us the point picture, so you know it was you know classic. I, I don't even know what else to say about this match, man. This is what the this is why NXT is at the top, man. I'll say it, shit. Raw and SmackDown are always gonna be Raw and SmackDown. But this yeah. is why NXT continues to just I don't even know the word I'm looking for, man. They just continue to like just revamp. Like even when we think like, oh shit, you know, such such is on this roster now. Like, what is NXT gonna do? Whatever. And they just find a way, like, yo, we're gonna have new people in here and they're gonna be just as good as everyone else that you liked. This is this is yeah. what a fucking promotion is supposed to do. You build up the guys, you just don't keep bringing in the big show. And you know, just <laughs> like doing that and everything. I mean, <sighs> Just I, I don't know what to say. This is I, I can't if, if I say any much any, any more people gonna say I'm nut riding. So let me stop. <laughs> Shout out. I mean, not only the second ever NXT Black Champion, the first dual NXT North American Champion. Come on, man. I can't wait to see what they do with him next. I mean, the sky's the limit at this point. That's it, man. I mean, he's not the youngest. But he's still got a lot of fresh legs. Facts. 
So I can't wait to see what's next, man. This is going to be I hope they incredible. give him a decent run with the world title. I hope he drops the North American title first. Oh, facts. See, matter of fact, and we, I mean, we got Bailey Doe straps. We had Becky two belts. We need a we need a moniker, man. I need a shirt. <laughs> yes. I will cop a shirt. We need a limitless champion shirt. I don't or champions shirt. I don't know. I need something. Shout out Keith Lee. Shout out Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Autumn, or whatever producers and everything. NXT is incredible. I'm not trying to shit on Fighter Fest to be biased or whatever because I told Cody, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to sell out, I'm buying in. But still, like, y'all couldn't compete with this, man. I'm sorry. I mean, these are the only two matches that I've seen from NXT since coming back, and it's better than anything I've seen on Raw or SmackDown over these last few weeks. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's not even close. Like, oh my God! Matter of fact, have you have you caught an NXT takeover yet, bro? Not yet. Just wait till you get blessed with that. <laughs> Corey, Corey was there for my first takeover. I was like, so you're telling me this shit's only like two hours, maybe two and a half, and it's like it's short but sweet. I mean, you get like four or five matches, and it's some of the best wrestling you've seen. I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna have to catch NXT live and not get the Jank Hulu version. <laughs> oh, also too, I might have I think I forgot about um the Robert Stone brand who got ran over by um Shotzi Blackheart. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. I love that we're just like, yo, okay, we know the Robert Stone Stone brand is a joke, and let's just make him the comic relief. <laughs> it's, it's the shit like this too. Because everyone is not supposed to be at the top. Also, you you're not ready for this one. What if I tell you the Robert Stone brand actually works? And you want to know why? Why? I mean, Chelsea Green left way too early. Yes. But if you look at it, yeah, because she's not even on TV anymore, unfortunately. But if you look at it, if it wasn't for the Robert Stone brand, could Aaliyah actually get a match against a, against a Rhea Ripley, who literally was just in the title picture? That's true. I don't and, hate Aaliyah anymore. There we go. And we, I mean, you know... I, I didn't hate her, but she couldn't wrestle. She's getting a lot better. It's just like you didn't care when she was with Vanessa Bourne. Yep, I care about <laughs> Vanessa Bourne a lot more. Well, you that's very true. We, we, we spoke about her a lot on this pod. But like she she matters now with the Robert Stone brand. It's doing he's doing yeah. his job, man. So that's, that's that's what it is. <laughs> I, I guess that's all I got wrestling, man. You know, by the time the people hear this or whatever, SmackDown have been done happen and. Raw will be upcoming. We got true. There'll probably be another pod in between then or whatever. Go have Slammiversary and the horror show at Extreme Rules. So, you know, another dope weekend of wrestling. Um, I'm sure Corey's going to drop his pesos and everything to um, purchase uh, Slammiversary. Uh, I'm good. I, I'm spending $60 next week already. I'm not <laughs> buying a fucking... <laughs> Slammiversary. You ain't trying to watch Moose versus Tommy Dreamer, bro? I'm okay. Damn. If they, hey, if they if they say, yo, matter of fact, how about this? If they were like, go on Twitch and give us $5, would you do it? Eh, maybe. I would do $5 on Twitch. I'm not going to front. I don't know. That's, that's five whole dollars. I would need help finding it. <laughs> hey, matter of fact, no, this is how we're going to close this shit out. Five dollars to watch Slammiversary or to 
to to purchase and play WWE 2K20. Oh yeah, I'm watching Slam Anniversary then. So are those the only options? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This was dope and everything. Uh, y'all got any closing thoughts before we get up out of here? I just hope SmackDown's not a fucking shit show tomorrow, but those hopes are not very high. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, but, you know, keep the expectations low. Can't be disappointed too much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all and everything, and the listeners too, by the time you heard this or whatever, like, when that is going to be happening, I'm going to be on the beach intoxicated with my girl, so, hey. I definitely ain't gonna be watching SmackDown. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I might be, I might be intoxicated on my couch. Yeah, we, you know, we made jokes about that a couple of weeks. It was like, yeah, we got to be intoxicated to watch SmackDown. Like, you remember, I was just yeah. like, yo, I'm already like two drinks in or whatever. I got SmackDown on. You was like, that's the only way I can watch it. <laughs> but this was great. Like we said at the beginning, guys, remember, like always, rate, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio below. Check out that new Everybody Loves the Sunshine playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. Like I say, every time I have Corey up here, well, most of the time, you know, niggas will rip that <laughs> shit off title just to spite uh-huh. you. Oh, what did mm-hmm. I do? They'll try to free you. Mm-hmm. Niggas will love you, but hate you because I can't beat you. <laughs> we gotta find a way to get get the playlist on title, bro. <laughs> you you can have fun paying for title. That's look, that's why I say we are on Apple Music and Spotify. <laughs> if, if you want to check it out, you better check out those two. I'm sorry, but it's a pretty dope playlist. Get your beachy vibes on or whatever. I'm gonna have it. <sighs> Great time, like always. And. Remember always, guys, another dope episode. It's still real to us. Damn it. That's Corey, Beasley, I'm Mookie, and until next time, we are 